7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick Tuesday edition, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans. Uh, And apparently there still are some technical issues with some people listening from the changeover so hopefully i don't know if uh, i know francie's having issues if one if one of our listeners can find her reach out reach out to her um maybe uh that's had the fix on theirs if they can help her out that would be awesome i just learning about this now obviously can't do it because we're doing a show but um yeah so uh, joining me as always on the program uh, fellow human a uh, rain from four freedoms blog washington dc the beltway bureau the bubble the swamp hello hi I um I took hydroxychloroquine this afternoon. So oh, good. Let's see so, if I last through the show. I'm still here. <laughs> Jesus. I'm fucking telling you. <laughs> Jesus. Please take it. <clears throat> yeah. Please take it. Take a handful every couple hours, you know, just to make sure it's working. I would. Yeah. <clears throat> you have yeah. to be sure. Yeah. Get yourself a Lysol yeah. Clorox injection chaser. Of course, Joe Santorsis. I actually <laughs> drank some Clorox. Oh eh. no! I got some shits coming. So overrated. That might happen around the third hour. It's a real I thirst quencher, drink though. Clorox. It's a real thirst quencher, though. It's kind. Of, it's got electrolytes, I think. And of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, yeah. the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir. Oh, thanks. Uh, you know, um, yeah. Right after the show, I have to go to CVS and pick up my Clorox prescription. So. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't. It, they, they tell me it says to take uh one cup every four hours or as needed i don't know <clears throat> we'll see yeah i don't know either you could also take it in pill form at the uh at the uh pool supply place they have those clorox oh my god yeah the the big it's a big, big pill though i don't know how yeah. you swallow that yeah you just baby crunch a piece off oh I, okay. I actually i actually said on facebook and to you guys that when i heard that was it yesterday? Yesterday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was yesterday. Like, yeah. Okay, it bro- it broke me. It really, I I felt like I'm broke. Hold on, I'm I got some of my pool tablet. I'm gonna eat. <laughs> oh, did you eat the whole thing? I'm working on it. Oh, sorry, I shouldn't talk with my no, mouth. Don't. <laughs> Actually, I'm having some lovely roasted tilapia with uh, some some. Uh, some roasted potatoes oh. and carrots that I coated with uh, chickpea flour and seasoning, and it's quite delicious. Oh, so, that's um, nice. I'm all about parboiling, parboiling, then baking potatoes now. It's amazing. It's amazing wow. how good they are. You boil them, you cube them wow. up, toss them in some flour, whatever flour you like, add some seasoning, and boy, howdy. Put some canola oil on your cookie sheet. 
go to town. Oh, Ken, you know, you could come and visit and stay here for a while. <laughs> All right. Just wear, a ma- just wear a mask and socially distant, and we can work something out. Sure, yep. sure. Yeah, I'll just cook for you in a hazmat suit. That's <laughs> wouldn't be necessary because I'll just stay on one side of the kitchen and you can <laughs> cook on the other. It's okay. Uh, no, but you know, simple stuff. Simple stuff. It's just you know, easy, uh, easy meals. I'm in, I'm into that. I'm just you know, I was getting burned out because I was trying to make something different like every day, like a crazy person. Yeah. And Susan gave me a break for a few days from cooking after that spaghetti disaster on Friday that I told you all about. <laughs> Worst meal ever. But this is lovely. I used uh, the the tilapia has. I have a a pre made seasoning. Uh, it's orange pepper. I like to use on fish. It's like lemon pepper, but it's orange pepper. And uh, put a little Japanese uh, black pepper on it, which is very citrusy and aromatic. And uh, yeah, some regular black pepper, and it's delicious. So, uh, but yeah, um, it, it, I mean, it's Tuesday. And already this week, Trump has said he's taking the drug uh, chlor. Uh, got hi- hydroxychloroquine. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been mm-hmm. on it for ever since. Well, the timing seems awful suspect. That you know his valet yeah. or whatever uh, had it. I do not personally believe he's taking it. I think he's doing it as a lie to show his base he was right all along. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. To believe he's telling the truth or telling a lie. I, I was act. I actually had this conversation with Bob at dinner. I don't know. I don't know what to believe. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you something. He might be. I don't believe him. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. I just don't believe him. Mm-hmm. But let's, for the sake of argument, say he is taking it. He has to be the luckiest son of a bitch in the world. He eats burgers and fries every fucking day. Yeah. All right. He's morbidly obese. He's 73 years old. Okay. God knows what he has that we don't know. Are we you know that shaming him, Joe? We morbidly know. Morbidly obese. Uh, I'm just going on with. with that's that's Nancy a medical Pelosi, term. Sir. I know. That's Nancy a medical Pelosi. term. I know. It is. I know. Nancy. That's a whole other thing where people thought she was. Morbidly obese, and 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 yeah. according to the numbers that every doctor on TV reviewed from his glowing health reports, he's got a heart condition, and yeah. he's taking a drug that causes tachycardia, an arrhythmia that'll kill you. But there was also the letter from uh, the the White House. Yeah. So I Which- don't I. I Here's the thing. I wanna I wanna fall on the side of he's lying to us about this. Mm-hmm. And I hope he's lying, because I don't I'm gonna say this and it's now gonna be on the record. I don't want him to die from this drug. Mm. And that's a very, very specific thing that I just said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh. okay. okay. That's very. That's very nice of you. It's, it's a very specific thing what that he said, fun, and I don't want. I, time for you. I don't want. I don't want his mm-hmm. supporters to die from using this drug. Mm-hmm. Um. But. 
I don't know what to believe. I mean, th this guy is fucking crazy. There's a letter from the White House that his doctor said, yes, we talked about it. And, you know, the letter basically said, yeah, he could he could take it. Oh, and by Actually, the way, by the way, Sanjay, uh, Dr. Sanjay Udoshi, who's going to be on the show with us this Friday, j eviscerated that letter on his Facebook page. And by the way, if anybody wants to go check out Sanjay Udoshi uh, at 730, I don't blame you if you want to, you know, pause us and go over there and and do his you go to one of his uh, meetings on Facebook. Check him out. So I'll, I'll try and find a link uh, and share it. But um, I guess my point is, is I really don't know if I should believe him or if I shouldn't, because. Well, the letter is telling because he's, it doesn't say he's, he's told, taking it. He's told some really awful truths. But the letter doesn't say he's taking it. Never but, said that it was prescribed for him. And that doctor never said he gave it to him or that he's taking it or he prescribed it. Never I, said anything of, of the sort in the letter. I'm with you. I'm with you on it. I mean, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with it. All he, he said was they I discussed its efficacy. and trust this his, motherfucker at all. I don't trust him. He really probably could be taking the drug. Why would I not believe that he is? Well, yeah. it's, it's an honest to God, honest I hope, question. I really hope uh, for his safety, he is taking it in, in large doses <laughs> um, so that he doesn't get that coronavirus. I hope... Whatever they prescribed for him, if they did, I hope he's taken three times that much. Sure, um, you can't feel, be too I safe. I feel like he said... No, he... you can't be too sure. Yeah. And as a prophylactic, the more you take, the better. Oh. I heard. D Donald from somebody. Trump, Donald Trump somebody, doesn't somebody use prophylactics. Hmm? He likes to raw dog it. Well, oh, in certain boy. cases. Oh, but, boy. Yeah. It's true. But It is. He doesn't use a condom. But I read, I, I got calls from a lot of people today who said, if you're taking hydroxychloroquine, um, you should take it in bulk for it to be the most effective. Joe. Joe. Really in bulk. Um, no. You no. should sort of like, you know, like you buy bulk no. candy with no. the little No, no, Joe, nope. You fill your bag with that thing, and you, you take oh. as many as you can swallow. You know, in one uh, setting. best advice I heard: how many, how many, how many of the pills should you take from the bottle? All of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> all of them. All of them. You, you, you just, in fact, if if he takes the whole bottle at once, he he could like skip it for the rest of the week. They're like Pringles. Like take your, all your once doses. You, yeah, they're like Pringles. Here's, once here's you pop, you can't stop. Truth. If if, yeah. if he's not if he's not taking this drug. And I think that the odds are that he's not. Mm -hmm. What are the odds are that his followers are going to take it the same way that that there was that one couple of couple of weeks ago, months ago, where they they drank the the koi pond stuff. <laughs> yeah, that, they're looking into and, that. And the, they're, they're actually looking into that as a murder. Uh, they think the wife like tricked the husband or something. Yeah, but still, he's dead. Mm -hmm. He's dead. And I thought of something else, too. You can actually put the entire bottle of pills in a mask, like a feeding bag. Okay, Jim. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> there you go. I mean, why would you? Why would you not want to take as many as possible, uh, Donald Trump? Because uh, you know what? Uh, it's it, it's a miracle drug. You got to oh. prophylactic up. Prophylactic up. You got to yeah. do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Be sure. Don the con is still raw dogging it. You got and yeah. Don't mess around, Don. You take take them all. Don't mess around. With God's America. It's his plan, Trump. You're his chosen <laughs> one to, to, you know, it's the new covenant. Uh, it's the, uh, no, what do you call that? Um, the, uh, it, it's a, like the Eucharist, uh, you know, a glass full of Drano <laughs> in a, in a, in a, in a slab yeah. of uh, hydrochloric, <laughs> hydroxychloroquine, yeah. you know, just like a big, yeah. like a big hamburger bun made out of it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, and of course Put one of the of those I can't just to bring it back to reality. I can't even believe that we're discussing this. That the, a president of of this country actually said, "I'm taking this drug." No, it's he's not a president of this country. He's a president of that country. Um, you know, he, you. I know what you mean. What I know what you mean. We have to have this fucking conversation. And when yesterday we discovered. There were probably some um, Saudi arms sold illegally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else am I missing? He I all but admitted it. He all but admitted it that Pompeo was working on yeah. a weapons deal with the Saudis. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and and that was that was actually, while they were. Yeah, the other staff came, members walking his dog. Yeah, that story came out because the inspector general was investigating him. The. So yep. now we literally have a occupant of the White House saying that he is taking a drug that, well, if he is taking the drug, it will kill him. Well, he he said to cover it up won't... to cover up for the fact that Pompeo selling arms to the Saudi Arabians against Congress's will. Sure, the well, the. Which is worse than the Iran Contra. Yeah. But he said he he did say though that that study by the NIH was invalid on hydroxychloroquine because the people they tried it on, and I quote him, um, were old and almost dead. Yes, uh, and they were also veterans. Um, I would remind him he's old. Please almost no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I left that open. I, I did leave it open. Just yeah. going to see. But I think see, he should. You knew you baited me. <laughs> yes, I did. I if did. I, and if and, I'm uh, remembering this correctly, I think that um, the it, that drug was tested on our veterans in yes. one of the VA hospitals, and mm -hmm. also and also at a um. A nursing home in Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, old and almost dead. Yeah, Which it's evil. It so He's much evil. better, especially so, if it's, you know... All those people are evil. Grandpa. And a veteran. I mean, dear Lord. <sighs> um, so, yeah, Dad shared a, a, a picture in the chat. <laughs> yeah. Um, Lysol Jewel... <laughs> Trump vaping with a uh, with Lysol. 
you know, you put it yeah. somehow, put the disinfectant in the body as a, like a cleaning. Jesus. Oh my god! Yeah, it I cannot all, by wait the way, that, to that talk to Sanjay. Yeah, I cannot wait wait to talk come, to San- Doctor Udoshi this this uh, this Friday. Go ahead, Joe. What are you saying? That comes with a complimentary uh, ultraviolet uh, uh, anus probe. Oh, okay, nice, nice. Jesus. Yeah, you just grease it up and stick it up there and uh, turn it on. <laughs> turn it on. Turn it on. Turn uh, it on and in Trump's case, I would recommend <clears throat> for total efficacy, mm. if you're going to put that light up your ass and plug it in, you do it when you're taking a bath. Plug it in, plug it in. <laughs> it's most effective when you're bathing. <laughs> Oh, Immerse wow. yourself in light. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know, uh, today on 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 the Twitter machine, I, f- I follow, uh, what is it, Michael Beschloss? He's a, a presidential historian. <laughs> mm. He literally found uh-huh. ads during the um, pandemic, uh, the flu pandemic of 1917. That's a joke because Trump <laughs> doesn't seem to get it. Mm-hmm. But during during that time, light the company Lysol existed, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they literally sold a product, a shaving cream product. Yeah, included Lysol in it. Yeah, well, and we all know what Lysol was used for for feminine hygiene back in the day too. Oh well, yeah, that was called eugenics. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but by the way, I really like that bathtub idea with the uh, electric suppository. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I, you know, you just plug that baby in. They have, most bathrooms have those GFIs, so you can't really electrocute yourself unless, well, you never know. You know. <laughs> anyway, um, so we'll, let's we'll get back to this stuff in a little bit. I want to talk about uh, let's talk about us a little bit. Uh, well, we still have a few okay. minutes left. I was stunned last night, and I made a Facebook post about this. I was trying to tighten the, my belt, <laughs> and I was like, "Where's that fucking hole? Where's?" And I'm like looking at it. And it was like. In the end of my belt, you know, it's like I, I ran out of holes on my belt. In oh no, in in a good way that like it, it was like you know not. I, it needs I need a smaller belt. I have lost a considerable amount of weight since this started. Not not shockingly or anything like that. It makes sense. Uh- because I have not been sitting at a desk five days a week and not eating fast food and fried food. And mm. <clears throat> and I'm eating a lot more produce because I'm not letting things go bad. Um, you know, and we have the Misfits Market stuff showing up and everything. So I'm eating a lot, of, lot more uh, fresh stuff, a lot more healthy stuff, smaller meals. I get full quicker. And I was like, you know, and I was even looking at my arms and my legs uh, the other day and I was like, they're, they seem a little leaner, you know, in a good way. You know, not like, you know, I'm not scrawny or anything like that. I still got a gut. Don't worry. Um, that'll probably <laughs> hopefully go away um, if I start doing some more exercise. But, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a lot of stuff outside and just, you know, again, not sitting at a desk for, you know, for eight hours a day, five days a week has made a difference. And not having access to all that food has really 
you know, I like have more energy. Um, so I'm, I'm feeling good, uh, you know? So it was like, um, I, I was, I was shocked. I was in, in the, uh, back room with Sue's and I was like, God damn, these shorts keep falling down. And I go to try and tighten. And I was like, I can't tighten it anymore. <laughs> oh, it's a good belt. I love that belt. Um, but, um, but yeah, and it was ridiculous too, because I noticed earlier in the day when I tightened it, the, and I, and I didn't tuck the, the belt through the loop, you know, the excess part, you know, when you, when you, you buckle it and you tuck that excess part and it was like this huge flap hanging down and I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> this is positive. So, uh, so I'm excited about that, but yeah, I, I find that, I mean, I don't even have as much of a sweet tooth as I used to have, uh, because I think I'm not eating, you know, because I'm not eat, eating all that junk food for for lunch, you know, lunches, that I'm not craving the the follow up, you know, junk food, you know, not a bunch of candy bars, you know, I haven't had a candy bar and I don't know how long, um, but you know, we've got things around like cookies and stuff like that. I had a couple cookies and milk yesterday, and that was nice. But yeah, so what? How about that? <laughs> Wow. You know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because I I've actually lost weight. And I don't worry about my weight. Yeah, I don't worry about mine I'm either. I'm just care. like I'm like whatever, but yeah. The thing that I've noticed is that I've actually lost I I don't have a scale in the house. So We don't either. I, I, we don't either. We broke we had a digital scale and it it got something fell on it like it, or got no, it got it was leaning against the wall and it tipped over onto its face and it stopped working so uh so yeah the i just thing ordered is, i'm noticing a lot of my clothes are much looser and i was thinking about this um mm -hmm. I, the last time i went through a really because i'm stressed i'm stressed about this i'm yeah, not gonna me lie too. me too um but the last time i went through such a serious period of stress was actually when I was getting ready to leave my first marriage. Yeah. I lost a ton of weight. And um, I'm not getting ready to leave Bob, everybody. No, it's different stress for different times. <laughs> it's it's but it is. It it was it was that kind of stress that I was feeling then. I'm feeling that kind of stress now. I don't want to eat as much. Mm -hmm. Um I mean, I'm eating, I'm eating healthy just don't want to eat as much. I don't want to eat as many, like, you know, car. I'm, I'm with you. If that makes any sense. I don't know if, if, if your situation is stress. No, for me, it's mine. And yeah. I don't know if it's good, but I'm like, Hey, I'm losing weight. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it is what it is. You know, I mean, it's, uh, and, and again, it's absolutely just, because of changing my lifestyle because I'm not sitting, you know, again, I, 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 and I, that's the one thing I love about this because about being home right now is that I would sit at work and I would be like, God, if I was at home right now, I could be doing this. And now I don't even have to think about it and I just go do it. Yeah. You know, I got my, I planted yeah. 10, 10 kinds of seeds yesterday. Um, you know, I've been, I've been doing a lot of outside work, you know, as much as I can, uh, with uh, the swamp in the backyard, but, <laughs> but, 
But you know, but uh, in in you know, you could Joe, play I, cranberries. You could I do could cranberry or rice dog. or rice. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, uh, Joe, I mean, obviously you're a trim guy anyway, you and, you and uh, Barb are very trim. So, you know, I'm not saying you're skinny cause I, I, but you're, you're, you guys are both fit, obviously, uh, Barb is cause you know, the, the black belt and all that, but you know, they, they play tennis. Yeah. I mean, you guys are athletic. Not, not they. I well, oh, you're whoa. you're both you're both athletic third people. You play tennis. She plays. Uh, or she, she plays. She she, she kicks plays people in the face. She plays kick people in the face. <laughs> so, right. Uh-huh. I love Barb. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> yes. But um, and she's but, upset about. Uh, she hasn't trained in weeks. Very upset. She said it oh. took a pandemic to stop her. She's been doing this since she's sixteen. Well, wow. She she the build her a dojo. I'm her dojo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm also her I'm also her kicking bag too. Yeah. Aww. So <laughs> love. Yeah. Uh, I let her beat the shit out of me. It's okay. That's love. You got those punching gloves and stuff, the the things you hold put your hands in for boxers to train with no 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 everything's no. everything's open fist oh god <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh... <laughs> but but yeah so i mean you guys uh, you know nothing's really changed for you because you know you you know ex- with the exception of uh you know your your activities you know um uh, your your extracurricular stuff but for the most part, your guys' diets haven't changed, you know, uh, or anything like that. So, um, because, you know, you're both athletic, you're both retired. Um, so, but, you know, this is just a nice nice change of pace for me. Um, and uh, I'll take the extra energy, right? Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah. It's always good to uh, stay active. I, I mean, I, I play tennis with... Well, first of all, let me say, Barb's sensei, who she's been with for 40-some years now, mm-hmm. okay? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, uh, is in his 80s and is as fit <laughs> as anybody you want to meet. And, you know, still very active. So there's something to be said for keep moving, keep training. And, he, and he, he's a professional uh trainer too i mean he does uh, yeah. weight training and stuff like that so he's he has clients coming to his house well he did <laughs> until recently um you know so and he's in his 80s you know he's 80 years old so hey you know there's something to be said for keeping mm-hmm. active i play tennis with believe it or not i'm i'm gonna turn 71 in july and i am the youngest tennis player <laughs> in the uh. club that's awesome. <laughs> That's really awesome. Though. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is, I wouldn't say the youngest, but I'm one of the youngest. Yeah. In the in the club, in, in the leagues. So, you know, God, they, and they move pretty well. You know, I mean, they're they're playing pretty well. So, you know, you don't have to be, you know, um, a tennis pro or anything. You just got to keep keep moving. Mm-hmm. Keep moving. Yeah. You know, well, do what uh, you can. Yeah. If you're in a wheelchair, you know, uh, you can lift your arms. You can. There's ever, always something you can do. Absolutely. 
And um, and yeah, and, and, and going back to the fact that Kenny is now gardening. I mean, he's moving. Oh, that's yeah. that's guy. I've been doing that for the last week now. That I've been out with the guys are out in the uh, doing my deck. I was out there weeding and stuff. And yeah, it's it's very strenuous. It's I, very yeah. and it keeps you fit. Yes, and I'll tell you what I can go out and I can dig. Uh, n- n- because I've been digging so much, I haven't dug this much on our property. And, you know, I mean, last year I did a lot, but I, I, I would find that, you know, I couldn't do it for a super long time before I was like, oh, shit, I got to take a break. Um, but now I just go out there and I just do it and I don't even think about it, you know? Um, like I was talking to, I was talking to my boss. We have these weekly um, <clears throat> Zoom meetings, and I was talking to my boss, and I was like talking about the the flower, or not the flower, but but the vegetable garden, and I was like, yeah. I, so I basically I hand tilled this area, and she's like, what? It's like, yeah, I, I hand tilled this area, <laughs> and she's like, I have a small mm-hmm. tiller for that. I would never do it by hand. I'm like, it was easy. I mean, I it was cold, but I, you know, so that that made it easier for me, but. Basically, I just went and I chopped the soil up with a shovel, got a rake, you know, dug dug out whatever rocks I could get out of it, and you know, chopped it up again with the shovel, and it was like done. It, it's not like I was doing a, you know, a fucking apple orchard or something. You know, <laughs> you didn't do the, the lower forty or anything. Like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, it, you know, just a small little plot. You know, I maybe. predict next year you and Sue's are going to be like. Hey, I think we can get a rototiller. Oh, they're going to be have that. a truck farm before it's over. I don't have any place You're for a rototiller. I'll on. rent if I if I have a big enough project, I'll rent one. Um, uh, mm-hmm. we do. My, uh, Susan's uh, we've done that. Su- we've we've done that. Yeah, Susan's sister's boyfriend is. Uh, I guess they're d- going to get in a trencher, and for for something at their house, and we're going to have them come out and. We're gonna we're gonna borrow the you know go in Hamsies on the trencher and and do our dry creek bed in the back to you know keep getting the water to gradually slope back. Believe it or not, I know a lot of people were looking at my backyard. Those pictures of the swamp the other day, like oh my god, you know you need drainage and shit. And it's like no shit, we just built a garage and a sunroom. And where we've been doing landscaping everywhere else, and that water is there as a result of what we've been doing. Where our lot is like 200 feet deep, so we kind of have to gradually push the water back until we figure out where it's going. You know, so I had all these, all these, oh, I had all these people like, oh, you need a French drain, you need to do this, you need to do that. I'm like, I'm not asking for fucking advice. I'm just showing you how hard it rained. The water is good. (laughs) You know, I mean. It, we're, we're, you know, we're we're working on it. All that water is so far away from our house. It's, I mean, it's like twenty feet from the garage, you know. So it's not. It, oh, it's that far back. Yeah, it's like it's like our back backyard. It's like the the less than half half of our backyard. Um. So yeah, it's it's you know you can go out and do you know it doesn't affect the patio. Uh, most of the garage basically forced most of that water back there it dispersed it more you know pushed it back whereas before it was more dispersed because the garage is enormous compared to the one we had back there but yeah all these people are like you need drainage you need this and i'm like no shit i'm working on it okay we just did a bunch <laughs> yeah. of big there's fucking water laying in your back there's water laying in your backyard and people come up with the idea Kenny, of the only thing drainage. i would say the only thing i would say that you might need once summer comes uh-huh it's a little tiny bit of bleach. 
because I don't want you to have a mosquito pit. <laughs> oh no, no, that it, it, that'll be fine. Well, we'll uh, that's not going to happen. It'll dry out here. It, it, it's not going to stay wet for a long time. That happens. It dries out in a couple that's weeks. That's the only thing I work because so. mosquitoes suck. I know, I know, but we're not going to have standing water at that point. So. Um, <clears throat> But anyway, um, yeah, so we're going to, we got to go to the break. Uh, we're running a little bit long here. So, uh, so yeah, let's do that. I got to go get a beer now that I'm done with dinner. That's exciting. So, uh, so I might go out and move the sprinkler, but I'm not going to run. Okay. That's fine. You hurt your ribs the other day. I'll put in, put on invisible by Bobber. Hopefully that'll buy you some time. That's three and three minutes and 49 seconds. Plus our promos. So okay, all right, we'll you be know, right. We, or if you're going to be on a real long time, Inagata Devita would work. Okay, there we go. Uh, or American Pie. <laughs> oh, you're so Alice's restaurant. No, no, not American Pie. Alice's restaurant. Stars on forty-five. Stars Alice's on forty-five. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll <laughs> be right back uh, with more. Turn up the night right after. Uh, oh boy, wait a minute. This. Oh, that's not the right thing. Never mind. Right after this. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking walk.
Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast. Heard right here. Really? Yes, it's just that simple. Listen to the Bradcast every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern right here on Radio for Humans. Please visit radioforhumans.com and bradblog.com. Let it all hang out. Oh, wow. That to me is extremely exciting. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio. I am Michelle Lagan of Mike Check Radio. This is the Suits from Mike Check Radio. I am Miles Lagan of Mike Check Radio. This is Kenny Pick from Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. Tune in every Sunday, 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 from seven to ten p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff only on Radio for Humans. RadioForHumans.com. <laughs> Hi there, this is Kenny Pick from Turn Up the Night and Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert. You're listening to Radio for Humans, and that makes you a really good person. I am a human being. Radioforhumans.com This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! What a worth It's showtime! It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Joining me, as always, on the show, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Oh, no, that's right. She might take a little bit longer. Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Hello there, sir. Hi. How's it going? I just read something stupid. I just read something yeah? stupid. Yeah. Okay. I what don't know if it? anybody reads the Washington Post, <laughs> but there is a, a right-wing nut that writes an opinion column for the Washington Post. His name is Mark Thiessen. Okay. 
Okay, so today he has he has a post in here. Here here's the headline, and I, I you know didn't discuss. Stacey Abrams is the Democrats' Sarah Palin. Uh, yeah, I can see that. I. Stacey Abrams is the Democrats' Sarah Palin. Oh wait, who said that? What? This right wing <clears throat> columnist for the Washington Post, Mark Thiessen. Oh, oh, Mark Thiessen. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. No, I'm Thiessen. sorry. I, I'm oh, sorry. Okay. I, I'm sorry. I said I can see that because I didn't hear you say Stacey Abrams. I thought you were. I was. I was thinking. Oh, okay. I was thinking uh, uh, Stacey Dash. I'm sorry. So. So you're familiar with Mark Thiessen? Is that how you say his? Thiessen? Mark Thiessen. Yeah. You're familiar with him. Yeah. Nut. Yeah, I right completely misheard what you said. Loves. My apologies. Stacey Abrams is the Democrats' Sarah Palin. That is ugly and stupid. No. Really? She's you're going to compare. You're going to compare. And you know what his his basis for that comparison is? What's that? Is that Sarah Palin was more qualified than Stacey Abrams to be president? Why? Because she won her governorship race, and Stacey Abrams lost hers. That's a that's a straw man argument. Oh my God! Stacey Abrams and Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Doesn't have the brains that God never gave her to begin with. Yeah. Sarah Palin didn't even last one term as a governor. And she went to how many, like four different colleges? Yeah. Trying to graduate. Stacey Abrams went to Harvard and, oh, actually graduated. I, 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 what? Arguments, arguments like that are trying to raise Sarah Palin up. No, He's a smarter no, you know, person than than than. You know Stacey what that tells Abrams me. Is. You know what it, that tells me. Racism. You know yeah, what that tells me. That he would write something like that. They are f- petrified of Stacey Abrams. I I don't know about that. I think that they're fucking racist. They're uh, trying to justify their past choices. Well, you know, I mean, Democrats are making bad choices in the present, and they made bad choices in the past. And the bad choices that John McCain made by picking Sarah Palin led us to Donald Trump as president. Well, let me just say the Stacey Abrams. Sarah Palin couldn't carry Stacey Abrams' briefcase. Okay, so. Yeah. Mark. No, she couldn't because uh, <clears throat> Sarah Palin wouldn't carry Stacey Abrams' briefcase because Sarah Palin is a racist and she wouldn't carry a black lady's. She's also stupid. Okay, she's I mean, an I idiot. Think, I hope you understand where I'm. My yeah, I do, I do, I do. But 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 it just it, the headline just irritates to, to put Stacey Abrams and Sarah Palin in the same fucking sentence is so right wing. You know. Uh, Perverted. It's deflection. It's deflection. He, he, I'm going to say something. I put this on Twitter. Oh, welcome back. Rain ago. from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi, I'm sorry I was late. And I'm I sorry I completely misheard what Joe said because this is a fucking outrageous. It's nonsense. So, because Sarah Palin. It's an outrageous headline. It's an outrageous column. Yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, Rain. I had to read it. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just go ahead. Sure. No, no, no. Finish. I just think that the fact that they're trying to compare Sarah Palin to Stacey Abrams proves once again 
that modern day conservatism lives in the past. And, and I mean that quite sincerely. Nobody gives a shit about Sarah Palin today. No, nobody does. Except maybe, you know, her attorney who's in the middle of trying to get a divorce deal with her and Tad. Tad. Well, you know, Stacey Abrams wouldn't be my first choice, you know. Well, this is this is where I was going at it, and I put it on Twitter. I like but Stacey Abrams. I think she's I an too. amazing, amazing politician who has a huge future. And I find it, I find it really uncomfortable that she's lobbying so hard the vice presidential slot. I don't, I don't like it. I like her. I want to make that clear. I don't have anything against Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. She's actually out there lobbying to become vice president. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. I want her to get. I know she. I, I know. Her governor, the governorship was stolen from her. I still want her to get a, a, I want her to be on the national field in an elected position before she becomes vice president. And that's where I'm at with her. I I mean that. And I'm not sure if it's popular with our listeners. I don't want her to be, be VP. Well, I, I mean... <clears throat> Obviously, Kamala Harris is my first choice. Same here. I'm not Joe Biden, so I don't get I don't get to choose. I think I think uh, the vice presidential nominee is the is the bulldog in the fight, right? She's. Yeah. I don't think she's the bulldog we need. Right, and I think I think that person is uh, Kamala Harris. Oh. You know, no. but uh, you know, this might come as a shock to you, but what? I agree. I agree. That's Why? Why would that come as a shock? I was being a smart-ass child. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, but, but the thing about the the thing that bothers me is the column and and Mark Thiessen. You know, or Thiessen, or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, Mark. How do you, how do you pronounce that? Again? Thiessen. 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 Yeah, Thiessen. it's him. Is, is that you would? First of all, he says the main reason is what? What? But will she won? Governor of Alaska, she she lost in Georgia. No, she didn't lose in Georgia. She she had it stolen in Georgia. Yes, she did. Okay, so fuck you. You know, the Secretary of State who is now pre- uh, governor. Yeah, stole it. Yeah, by purging voters from the records. Yes. So go to hell. Uh, but but mm-hmm. it just irritates me to put these two names in the same freaking sentence. They don't deserve to be in the same sentence. No, they don't. Or even the same conversation. No, they don't. And, and whatever you think of Stacey Abrams as vice president or not vice president, she is not a Sarah Palin. She is an intelligent, highly educated. She went to a, a better school that I could ever get into and graduated. <laughs> so, you know, and, and she... Why are you even comparing she, the two? Why Why is he even comparing the two? Well, you hit, you hit on part of it. I mean, you, you want to elevate your mistake of, uh, you know, uh, 12 years ago. Go ahead, but that's what you're doing. You're you're elevating your mistake. Sarah Palin was an an, an, an abomination. Yeah. So you know, uh, <clears throat> even even if Biden were to pick Stacey Abrams, she wouldn't embarrass him like 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 uh, like Mama Bear. You know, I mean, Jesus. 
and her and her uh, her soap opera did, family. Did you ever hear any of Stacey Abrams' family having brawls on the front yard of her <laughs> the house? Thrilla from Wasilla. Yeah. So uh, honestly, that I just don't. I I didn't read the article that or the column that you read. I don't get any of the comparisons. And he did. And and they dare talk about qualifications for president with the sack of shit in a suit that's there now. Sarah Palin's qualifications for president, and I remember this at the time was that she might be a sensitive woman because she had a Down syndrome son. Yeah. You, to, am I the only one who remembers that? Um, yeah, and then they were like, and she didn't let her teenage daughter abort her baby. Yeah, and there you was know. that, and then there was the also the, um, I, I don't know if Alaska still has the program, but... You know, it, it, because of that. Oh, the that oil. lipstick for pit bulls uh, program. Oh no no no! I know <laughs> it's the it's socialist Alaska. the socialist oil uh, uh, program. Yeah. Yeah. Which was looking back profit on it, sharing. Like, that was it's socialist. A, it's a profit sharing for uh, the every every resident of the state. It actually wasn't a resources. bad program. I wonder if it's sustainable now. With the the, gl- the glut of petroleum we have, probably not. I mean, that program wasn't terrible to me. I remember thinking, I don't think that's so. Great, you know, it was great that that Alaskans actually got a cut of the oil profits. Yeah, but that's good socialism because it's Alaska. I don't know. I mean, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, does Stacey Abrams have a daughter that wears uh? In my thong dress in front of everybody. A thong dress. <laughs> that was Bristol Palin <laughs> from the from the brawl. And I bet you will never, never see Stacey Abrams on the Masked Singer. No. Oh God. No. Oh God. Oh God. And you probably never hear her son Singing go on a. Got back. Oh God. Um. Yeah, and you'll ne- you'll probably never hear Stacey Abrams' son talk like this to police. These guys were talking shit to him. We're like, no, dude, fuck off. There was some stuff going on. He's like a little pussy, you know what I'm saying? Like, you fucking. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Like, what the fuck are you guys gonna do? I was like, I'll fucking beat your ass, you know? Like, and then he's like, okay, let's fucking fight. Fucking being stupid, whatever. Nobody else I got stands. fucking cold call. Trick, don't swear. There's there's a minute and ten seconds of that. I stopped it at about thirty. <laughs> so. That sounds like the kind of shit that Alex Jones says. But yeah, yeah. I, oh. I Joe, I love you, but god damn it, you reminded me of the fact that Sarah sang mm-hmm. Baby Got Back on the Masked Singer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She did. Uh, and I could confidently say whatever Stacey Abrams' fate is in politics, whether she becomes vice president or not, or whether she goes on to be governor or senator or whatever, she will never be on The Masked Singer. No. Singing but Baby, Baby Got, got Back. back. I yeah. like big butts and I cannot <laughs> lie. Ah, pigs on a lipstick guys- and it's die. That's right. Uh, it, Joe's calling me out. I was looking for other audio, but I was uh, I wasn't getting the signal. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> 
Ikke nær. <laughs> yep. Uh, Good choice. Good choice, McCain. But, nice going. Yeah, that yep, was that's going to help you, McCain. You is. just won the election with that. And yep. uh, well, Trump just won the election with that, actually. Well, you um, know, you know, in, in looking because back he, on he, in he's the on female, this, he's the male, he's the male version of Sarah Palin. Trump is. Anyway, I, I got something I want to play. But but go ahead. What? It's interesting because she really was the first I want to be reality president. Oh yeah, yeah. And I mean, we elected a reality star president. Yeah. It, reality TV has done more harm to this country than people will ever fucking admit. Um, so anyway, but speaking of the masked singer, I have the perfect candidate and rain. You already brought up his name, Alex Jones. What? You brought oh. up Alex Jones's name. Well, here we go. Uh, this is a, a remix from Jonathan Mann of everybody's favorite Alex Jones. take laxatives <laughs> thank you thank uh, thank you, th thank you to, go. to live in in long island for sharing that i had to get at least that for the show tonight uh that was funny that was Wouldn't, funny. don't you find yourself fantasizing about just like shitting in his face liquid poop no um Oh, okay. Too dark. <laughs> um, sure, I guess. <laughs> he wants to eat my ass. I want to just oh, I see. Okay. all over yeah. his face. Like corn on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> that shit sense. is funny. Uh, can you imagine cartoony Alex Jones eating a whole human being like, you know, Bugs Bunny eating a carrot, you know? <laughs> Or, you know, uh, cartoon corn on the cob eating like a typewriter, you know. <laughs> rather, I, I really do. I want to take, I want to take laxatives and hydrochloroquine. 
Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh. Shit all over his face and into his mouth. Oh, man. So... <laughs> Hey, what happened? Oh, speaking of which, we got to change subjects, unfortunately. Fred Willard. We lost Fred Willard, everybody. Um, Oh, no. That was a a great segue. Um, (laughs) Wow. Uh, Yeah. I'm a pro. pro. You are. You did that. You just, you, I, I, my head is spinning. Well, That's here's so the thing. That's what Fred Willard did. He was the guy who said things that were ju- were just inappropriate all the time, and he was completely <laughs> unaware of it. So, and he did it I so beautifully. Was, was he? Really, was he? Yeah. I loved him. I, loved I thought he him. had some of the greatest comedic timing Oh, my ever. God. <laughs> you, he was oh, a he master. Was so- Good. Rick Overton. Rick Overton. Let me see if I can find this on his page and read what Rick Overton said about him. Because Rick Overton is, you know, he was good friends with Robin Williams. He's, you know, legend in comedy and acting out and, you know, kind of an underdog. But um, uh, he, he, he's done. Rick Overton. Rick Overton used to do uh, uh, improv stand up with Robin Williams on stage. So, oh. and, and he, you know, so he knew oh, him. That's a he challenge. Know, he knows, Rick Overton <sighs> knows the art of improv. And what he wrote about um, uh, Fred Willard the, the other day, I have to find it. Um, he, While you're uh, looking for it, yeah, go I ahead. read something uh, where it was um, Fred Willard. I think he was on, uh, I think it was Letterman. I think it was Letterman um, where he said, I'm working on a book. And, and if, if, you know, Letterman said, oh, that's awesome. How's it going? And he said, I don't know, man. It's really hard to read. <laughs> um, Just love, I really love deadpan humor. And Oh, me too. Willard was so good at it. He was. Well, there is- if you're a fan of uh, Modern Family, mm-hmm. he was so f- funny. So and like you say, so deadpan. Yeah, I hadn't seen I that. Loved, I loved him in um, Best in Show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the Mighty Wind. Yes. Yeah. I'm. I'm really sad. I'm. I'm sad. I'm sad that he's gone. But he, yes. He's deadpan. Like that. I don't know where he was born, but to me, that deadpan humor just reminds me of like. Upstate New York and New England humor, where you got to take a pause and be like, "Oh wait, you were joking." Well, um, here, oh, let me see. Oh, what the hell's going on with that post? Anyway, uh, here we go. Fred Willard. Uh, this is from Rick Overton, uh, May seventeenth. Uh, Fred Willard came up in the era of Nichols and May Stiller and uh, Miera. Jonathan Winters, mm-hmm. Winters, Jonathan Winters, Bob Newhart, to name a few major influence, uh, influences on the on the way funny works today, putting uh, putting smart head to head with funny in the post war era. Fred redefined the knucklehead wingman completely. Took it up, uh, uh, took it up by a light year. Made it realer than real. The actual micro micro moronics of a completely uh, self unaware guy. Uh, is about the most accessible comedy character work. Uh, who can't relate to that? He's uh, uh, he's made being way off magnificent. 
made us sit on the mm-hmm. edge of our made us sit on the edge of our seats waiting to see what he will do wrong next. <laughs> it instantly made you recognize uh, recognize it as an art form. Well done, Fred Willard. You made a new kind of art. Thank you for that. So, amen, yeah. amen to that. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I uh, absolutely love Fred Willard uh, in everything. Um, you know, he's done so much stuff too. I just shared some Kimmel stuff uh, that he did last year. Um, he did stuff from this year too. The the paint huffing thing um, uh, that we love so much. The I'll have to dig that up. We'll have to listen to that when we come back. But we do have to go to the and, break. And honestly, yeah. Kimmel, Kimmel, Jimmy Kimmel is from that kind of Fred Willard type of comedy. Yeah, if you think definitely. About it, he really is, but where it's dry. Mm-hmm. You gotta think. You gotta think about it. You gotta think about it after. You know, I just love that that comedy where you have to be like, wait, oh, that's funny. Yes, exactly. Well, I do have. Uh, yeah, I have a treat. I got some uh, uh, stuff from uh, last September from Kimmel with Fred Willard that we'll play when we come back. Uh, so yeah, let's go ahead and go to the break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Radio for Humans, and I am Michelle from Mike Check Radio. Escape the monotony of pre-programmed radio and compete our DJs with us. Kill all humans. Kill all humans. Must kill all humans. Um, and just ignore that. Radioforhumans.com The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. And now, on with the show. I don't think so. To another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an easy idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, welcome back to this program, everybody. Uh, this is Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans, uh, 5-19-2020, May 19th, everybody. Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back, my friend. Hello, Joe. He's here. He's there he here. is. He promises. I, I He's am still here. here. Yes. So, welcome back. And, of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog. Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Welcome back to you as well, unless you're still on break. She might still be on break because she was working on some stuff. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump into As Promised. There's a lot of it, so Rain Rain might miss a little bit. Uh, But I I forget uh, what exactly what this story was about. Uh, But we're going to go ahead and just uh, listen to it. There is a Catholic school in Nashville, Tennessee. Have you heard about this? Is made... 
the educated decision to ban Harry Potter books from the library. And the reason they're doing this is because the man who runs the school believes the incantations in the book could conjure evil spirits. For real. It's an actual statement from the Reverend Dan Rehill, who said the curses and spells used in the books are actual curses and spells, which when read by a human being, risk conjuring evil spirits into the presence of the person reading the text. And again, I want to point out, this is not someone who lives in a mental institution. This is the lead educator at a school in the United States of America. Reverend Rehill said he consulted multiple exorcists in the United States and Rome, and they suggested like getting do. rid of the books, and so he got rid of the books. And, of course, I would love to know more about this. So we reach out to the school, and we are joined now by Father Dan Rehill of the St. Edward School in Nashville. That's right. He's with us. And, well, let's go to him now. Hello, Reverend. Uh, thank you. Blessings upon you, godless Hollywood sodomite. Well, blessings upon you, too, Reverend. I appreciate you taking time. Uh, let's get right to it. Why are you banning the Harry Potter books? Why am I banning the books? Yes, why are you banning these beloved books? Because the spells in these books, when read aloud, can summon demons. Uh-huh. Seems pretty obvious to me why I banned them. Uh, well, but these books are, are so popular. I mean, if that were true, if the spells summon demons when you read them aloud, wouldn't there be millions of demons out there running around already? There are. <laughs> Have you ever been to a Six Flags? It's <laughs> <laughs> just silly. Is Listen, what it most is. people read books silently to themselves. Uh-huh. No conjuring, no problem. That's fine. Oh. That is not a problem. Oh, but okay. then some dummy dad reads the thing out loud to his kids and blammo, Jizo, say hello to Satan the devil. <laughs> You're saying Satan the devil will appear if he reads it aloud? That's right, with pointy horns. And a big red penis and everything. <laughs> Hold on now. What about what about the Harry Potter movies? People have been watching those for years. They all say the spells out loud. Hmm. Excuse me for one sec. Let me just give that little thought. <laughs> Reverend, it's I'll be right back. Okay. What's Nothing going paint. on there, Reverend? Nothing's great. <sighs> Uh, Reverend? Uh, <laughs> uh, silver okay, paint around his mouth. Now. Oh, what is the answer? <laughs> Movies don't count. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Reverend, are you huffing oh. paint? Because that's very dangerous. Relax. It's holy paint. Oh, okay. <laughs> you think I'd huff regular paint? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not some kind of nut. No, of course not. <laughs> but you should probably stop that. I wish I could. But I love it too much. Oh, all right. Well, Reverend, Reverend, are the spells in Harry Potter the only spells we should be worried about, or are there other spells to fear? That is a great question, Jose. Oh, thank you. No. <laughs> Evil spells are everywhere. Uh-huh. Did you know every time Michael Jackson sang Mama Say, Mama Sa, Mama Casa, uh-huh. an angel got a chlamydia? Well, that can't possibly be true. There's no way. Tell it to the holy paint, Jimmy. <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry to hear that. Excuse me, I have to go out to the minivan. All right, thank you, Reverend. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. (laughs) Oh, yes. Well, it it is Fred Willard, but we still have rules. Don't say penis in this house! I mean, he totally throws you for a fucking loop there, you know, with 
big pointy horns and a big red, and you think he's going to say tail, but he says big red penis. Don't say penis in this house! I mean, that, that, was, that wasn't even a year ago. That was last September. Um, and, I, uh, I'm sad he's gone. I really I am, him. too. I mean, he did leave. What a legacy he left behind, though. I mean, he was in movies yes. like Salem's Lot. Uh, TV movie, the TV movie Salem's Lot. If you remember that, he's done stuff with Tim and Eric. Um, you know, uh, their comedy duo. If you know Tim and Eric, you're, uh, you'll know. Um, but uh, in, in all of the Christopher Guest movies, um, I was kind of blown away because one of his obituaries, one, one of his, one of his, yeah, he's been, done everything. Um, but one of his obituaries said. Star of Spinal Tap. It's like you really went with Spinal Tap for for. <laughs> I mean, he was in Spinal Tap for maybe a second. <laughs> you know, what was he a cop or something? <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, you know, it's like best in show. Just say best in show. I mean, that's uh, he's known a lot more for best in show than Spinal Tap, right? So yes, I mean I knew him yes. before Best in Show, but I personally I think Best in Show is my favorite performance by him. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, I'm a dog oh, lover. Yeah. Oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a chance at this because I want to play something else here. I'm gonna open my browser. I want to play this for you guys. Um, this is uh, the, he, there is a scene from him in Anchorman. Do you remember the that? Uh. Oh God, yes. Yeah, let me play you the let me play you the other one from Jimmy Kimmel while I pull while I get this one ready. So, uh, but this is uh, from the same segment. Uh, but Fred Wheeler made another appearance in it because there, there's something about a Florida man, I believe. Uh, here it is. Um, Tagged to this hurricane this morning in Florida, police were alerted to the fact that 15 kilos of cocaine had washed up on the beach. Now, this is one of the packages. This was quite a discovery. A guy was walking on the beach. He found this stuff. And joining us now, live from Cocoa Beach, is the man who found the 15 kilos, Goose Halpern. <laughs> Goose, are you, uh, are you with us? Goose. Hey. Hey, Jimmy, Jim. Can I call you Jim? Yeah. So excited to be here. So excited. Holy moly, I'm excited. TV. Goose, I'm told you found something on the beach. Sure did, Jim. I went for a hard morning <laughs> sprint and saw what looked like drugs. So I smell it, and sure enough, 12 kilos of cocaine. Well, Jim, just wild. Yeah, well, it sounds wild. Wait, 12 kilos? I thought it was 15 huh? kilos. Sorry, it's really windy, Jimmy, baby. I, I'm so excited to be on TV. Uh -huh. I can't believe it. Like I was saying, it's not every day you find a six and a half kilos of cocaine. Uh -huh. I think. Right. Anyway, hey, how's the weather there? What's going on? It's bad. It's really bad. I think I'm going to just hunker down for a few days and work on this great idea I have for a screenplay. You want to hear all about uh, it? No. It's about this dude, right? It's an awesome guy. This uh -huh. guy kicks him seriously. His ass. Uh -huh. Anyway, he's sprinting down the beach and he finds two kilos of cocaine. Well, two kilos. <laughs> Hold on a second. Well, listen, stay safe, Goose. You probably shouldn't be out there. Be careful with that hurricane. Oh, uh, hell yeah, I will, man. You know, people are saying they're finding cocaine on the beach down here. <laughs> I haven't seen any, but. Uh -huh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, there's my wife. Okay. My wife. Wee! Wee! You rode away on a seagull, I think. Uh, so, yeah. That. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, uh, do you remember him in Fernwood tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. It's been so long since I've seen that, though. That was kind of like was, the Tonight where, Show, right? It was like a spoof of the Tonight yeah. Show. 
it was it, a spoof of the Tonight Show. Yeah. And it had and what's his name who was in oh god, what's the blonde guy with the mustache? Uh, Jerry Hubbard. Well, oh. the the actor who played him. William Hurt. No. No, 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 no. William not Hurt? William Hurt. No. Who is William Hurt? Wait, what's was, the name? Um, well, uh, what, oh, what's what's his... the name of the show again, Joe? Fernwood Tonight. I see his face. It was a spoof of yeah, it was a spoof of uh, the Tonight Show and 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 those. It was really. You remember Mary Hartman? Mary Hartman, right? Martin Mull. Martin Mull was in that. Martin Mull. That's the face. Martin I'm Mull. Seeing. Yeah. Mary Hartman. Mary Hartman. And then they yeah. they had a spinoff, Fernwood Tonight, with Fred Willard. And I didn't know that was a spinoff. I, I did not know because I never saw the Mary Hartman show. And that's when I first was introduced to Fred Willard. He was so funny. Yeah, I'm gonna have and, to. Uh, we gotta find out where to watch. That was that. such a Fernwood Tonight was such a popular show back in the day. Yeah, thank you, Francie. Yeah, and we uh, hit that Martin Mull. Go ahead. So so. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean that that to me was, uh, yeah, it was Martin Mull. Yeah, yeah, his sidekick played Jerry Hubbard, and I just and, I love comedians who do the dry comedy. Oh God, like that's why I love hand. Bob Odenkirk just, so much. Just love oh, yeah. deadpan, and that's why I, yeah. I'm, I'm. I mean, he was he was 86, and so yeah. I'm sorry that he's gone. He had a really good life. I'm still sad he's gone. Yeah. Well, here, let's, let's, uh, uh, let me cue this up. Hopefully, this will be loud enough for everybody. We shall see. Here we go. Oh, oh okay. I understand. Uh, you have a nice day, sir. Bye. I could come back later, Mr. No, this isn't oh, the no, one. No, no, no. It's just uh, parent stuff. This is the one. Here it is. Right, but I think my son is just going through a phase. I have no idea where you would have gotten a hold of German pornography. But you and I are mature adults. We've both seen our share of pornographic materials. Oh, you never have? Uh, of course you haven't. How stupid of me. Neither have I. I was just speaking in generalities. <laughs> right, I'll stop by the school a little later, Sister Margaret. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I understand. Uh, so, oh, there, there, there's more here. This is another, the other phone call. You have a nice day, sir. Bye. Um, I could come back later, Mr. Harkin. Oh, no, no, no. It's just uh, parent stuff. It, it seems that our youngest, Chris, was on something called acid and was firing a bow and arrow into a crowd. <laughs> you, know how kids are. you know how kids are. Three months later. Yes, yes. Chris, listen to me. Put down the gun and let the marching band go. We'll play it <laughs> off as a prank. We'll straighten it out <laughs> later. I'm getting another call. Ed Harkin. Damn There's it. a little bit more. Get me a phone. I can't believe I'm about to do this. Rocky's Bar Grill Fine Dining. Is there an anchor man there? Hold on. This is killing me to do this. I'd rather slit my throat. <laughs> okay so anyway i guess that was just all of the clips from him and anchorman sorry it was so quiet i have no idea why youtube plays so quiet on my browser because everything's blasting uh so anyway yeah seriously um he, he could do no wrong he really could do no wrong mm -mm. so rest in peace fred willard you're a treasure oh yes and we will miss you
But will we? Will we? We will see you around huh? too. <laughs> will we miss him? Yeah. I was trying and, to do that in a Fred Willard voice. Oh, you see, there you go. Yeah, yeah, I see. I see what you were doing. Put down the gun and he, let and, the marching was, band go. Yeah, and if only we could have funerals. Wouldn't it be awesome if he had a marching band playing at his funeral? Uh, let it gunpoint. Oh, <laughs> totally see that happening. Why not? Stranger Things. The whole uh, bunch of dogs from Best in Show. Yeah, if they're still alive, that was that movie was from a long time ago. Yeah, they're still alive. They're all the kids of the dogs. Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, they keep rebreeding those. Sure. Oh, that's true. They are show dogs. So anyway, show yeah. Show dogs, right? I, I'm going to, yeah. But anyway, yeah. So we're, I'm, I'm definitely going to watch uh, Fernwood tonight. I want to see that. Uh, maybe I'll have to go back and watch Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, to get a better understanding of the context. Uh, it was some of his best work. Yeah. Some of his best work. Yeah, I'm, and, uh, and maybe I say that that could be because it was the very first time that Fred Willard was. I was introduced to Fred Willard, mm -hmm. and uh, so funny, and I was such a fan. So yeah, it, I don't know if it had the same impact that it had on me back then, but yeah, I would recommend you know Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman, and Fernwood tonight. Uh, you'd really enjoy it. I'm sure I will. Yeah, that's I, I gotta check it out. I'm excited about that. Oh, and by the way, Joe, did you know there's a Kimmy Schmidt movie on Netflix? Ah, oh, what? A Kimmy Schmidt movie? Yeah. Apparently, apparently, there's explosions in it too, <laughs> because they they were like advertised explosions. <laughs> um, wow. I, I didn't even watch the trailer. I like zipped off of it real quick. But yeah, it, there's a new Kimmy Schmidt movie. I didn't even tell Susan about it because I can't wait I to see it. On Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Yeah. They I had heard they uh, were working Netflix. on one. I had heard they were working on one. And I guess they had it in the bag and finished it up and it's out now. I know that uh well I'm I'm just on season four of Shits Creek. Mm-hmm. And uh I, another one from uh Best in Show, Gene Levy. What a comic. Oh yeah, Eugene Levy is amazing. So, oh, and his son is oh. so good. Oh my God! So, <laughs> yes, I. You Daniel, know, I just Daniel realized Levy. this week that Dan, Dan Levy. I, I just realized that that drop was him. Yeah, that's him, David Rose. From, from, oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says that so many times during that that series, but yeah. it, it is. But Gene Levy, I mean. Uh, John Candy, Gene Levy, uh, uh, that whole brothers. crew, Schmengi brothers, um, the one that plays his wife on Schitt's Creek. Um, she oh. was the mother in. Uh, Give me one sec. Uh, mm, she was the mother in Home Alone. Yeah, she was the mom in Home Alone. Beetlejuice. Uh, she's been in oh. a ton of stuff. Right, right. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara. Thank you. Catherine O'Hara. Catherine. Wow. O'Hara. You know, I mean, th these people go back to Second City Television. Yeah. And 
you know, that's where the roots were. And, and let's face it, Second City Television is where so much of Saturday, Saturday Night Live comes from. Yeah. You know, the alumni from Second City TV and... and uh, well, Martin Short was on SNL. You know, yeah. I, a lot of other people, too. I, I don't remember off and the top of my head. I don't think you can discount the Groundlings. The Groundlings. I don't know that. That's yeah, not comedy troupe. The Groundlings. Yeah, uh, I will. I will. Oh, but here, Joe, for you before we go to the break. I'm sorry, but your names aren't on the list. You forgot to register. But Vilviatchki's name's on the list. Yeah, how come you got her name? You ain't got ours. Because Mrs. Vilviatchki filled out a form. She's a registered voter. Hi, Anya Schmengi. And I'm Stan Schmengi. You know what you just saw, of course, was a dramatization. Election day is drawing near, and it's every good citizen's duty to go out and vote. But you can't vote unless you register. So if you're a citizen in this great country ours, register, then vote. And taste some freedom for a change. It's almost as good a taste as Mrs. Vilviatchki's cabbage rolls and coffee. <laughs> so register, then vote. There you go. Sentences. Cabbage, <laughs> rose, and coffee. Mm, uh, Mrs. Vilviesky's. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So. Uh, yes. Gene Levy is <laughs> such. And you know what I love about Gene Levy? His eyes. His eyebrows? When he and opens, his eyes. <laughs> well, his brows. But but he, when he rolls his eyes and the, or his eyes get big. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it of itself, it, it makes me laugh. Just. Oh yeah, you know the way the way he just stares, <laughs> and the eyes get big. Oh, I know, I <laughs> and know. They go back and forth. <laughs> well, and it, yeah, exactly. And when his eyebrows go up, it accentuates it even more. It's amazing. Oh, yeah, so, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's go ahead and uh, get. We'll, we'll get back on track a little bit here for our schedule and everything, and uh, we'll go to the break. Um, and the green news reports coming up, everybody. So uh, yeah, but rest in peace, rest in peace, Fred Willard. Uh, real, we lost a real gem. Uh, but again, he left behind a treasure for us with everything mm. he did. So uh, here we go, uh, break time. We'll be right back with more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. It's Tuesday, May 19, 2020. The ranges of storm surge could be anywhere between 10 and 15 feet. Powerful cyclone headed for one of the world's poorest regions amid a pandemic. Man-made climate change leading to more intense hurricanes. Trump EPA refuses to limit toxic chemical in your drinking water. Plus... Physics and chemistry matter but you can't spin them. They don't negotiate. They're not going to compromise with you. You have to do what they say. What the COVID crisis should teach us about the climate crisis. All of those lessons and more straight ahead from bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Biology just doesn't care. It doesn't care that it's causing a recession, you know? It's not going to back off because it's an election year. See? That's why you can't trust biology. Too partisan. This is your Green News Report.
Okay, Desi Doyen, as if things aren't bad enough with the COVID crisis, now we're entering storm season. Yes, we are. And we're about to see the first major collision of two simultaneous disasters, a destructive cyclone amid the global coronavirus pandemic. As we go to air, tropical cyclone Ampan, now a Category 4 equivalent, is forecast to make landfall Wednesday in low-lying Bangladesh and northeast India. Ampan is already the strongest cyclone ever recorded in the Bay of Bengal with a projected storm surge of 13 to 16 feet, making it an extremely serious threat to one of the world's poorest and most vulnerable populations already struggling with the pandemic. That's not good. Nope. Here in the U.S., the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, Tropical Storm Arthur, has formed. Not expected to hit the U.S., but Arthur marks the sixth year in a row that a subtropical or tropical tropical storm has developed before the official start to the hurricane season on June 1st. That used to be rare, according to the Weather Channel, but studies indicate it is becoming increasingly common due to ocean warming. U.S. coastal states are now scrambling to prep for mass evacuations and shelters complicated by the pandemic. And now a new study published on Monday finds that man-made global warming is making hurricanes and cyclones stronger. Scientists analyze 40 years of satellite data, finding for the first time a statistically significant global trend, especially in the Atlantic. They found that wind speeds of hurricanes, typhoons, and cyclones have increased almost 10% per decade over the last 40 years, making it much more likely that a given hurricane will intensify into a Category 3, 4, or 5 storm. So you mean as we're all worried about the coronavirus crisis... Mother Nature ain't paying attention. She's moving straight ahead with the climate crisis. Indeed. And these findings are in line with climate scientists' predictions of how hurricanes will respond to global warming. Meanwhile, the Trump Environmental Protection Agency has announced it won't set stronger limits on the toxic chemical perchlorate, a byproduct of rocket fuel that has contaminated groundwater around the country. It causes brain damage in children. The New York Times reports that the Trump EPA acknowledges the damages perchlorate causes, but argues that further regulation is unnecessary. So when he talked about doing away with regulation, that that would be rocket fuel for our economy, Apparently what he meant was doing away with regulations that ensured rocket fuel would be in our drinking water? Yes. Great. In politics, presumptive 2020 Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden... Who? Joe Biden... Oh has named Democratic Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York to lead his campaign's climate task force, along with former U.S. Secretary of State John Kerry. It's a sign that the Biden campaign is attempting to bridge the divide among Democrats and appeal to progressives and youth voters. So I guess the progressive and youth voters, that's AOC, not John Kerry. Right. Okay. Biden also pledged on Monday that if elected, he would cancel permits for the controversial Keystone XL pipeline. Finally, CBS's 60 Minutes on Sunday focused on how society might change post-pandemic, as has happened after every previous pandemic in history, noting how fast clean air and water rebounded with less fossil fuel pollution. They asked longtime climate activist Bill McKibben about what the COVID crisis can tell us about the climate crisis. Maybe we still have a window to take a step back 
And if we do, maybe the Earth will meet us halfway. You're saying flatten another curve. Flatten another curve. Flatten the carbon curve, too. And, and, and if we did that, then people might look back in 50 years at this time and thank us, you know, instead of curse us, because those are the two possibilities. I'm guessing it's going to be the cursing us part. But we still have a choice. But we still have a choice. You're so optimistic. I try. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple, or Google Podcasts. Find us, follow us, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I won't cry to make things worse. And I'm your I'm your This is Michelle of Mike Check Radio. You are listening to Radio for Humans, and it's definitely not all about me. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one. Radioforhumans.com. Being a red-blooded human obviously has its disadvantages. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Oh, I do, but I forgot to load up the honky drop. Like an idiot. Uh, oh. No, no, that, no, that's not good. How about... Illinois Nazis. I hate Illinois Nazis. Speaking of classic SNL. Um, yeah, and, and all those other great uh, comedy troops. Oops, almost knocked over a beer. Uh, and, of course, welcome back to the program. Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Hello. Oh, hello. Yes. And, of course, uh, Joe Santors of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, where there ain't no party like a Scranton party because... Well, why is that? Um, Ain't no party like a Scranton party because the Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> That's right. So welcome back, Joe. Are you ready to uh, right. do some name calling? Oh, I'm going to give it my best shot. Let's okay. try it. Let's okay. try it. What are we going to give away tonight? Oh, uh, hmm, classic comedy sketches. <laughs> I don't oh, know. I okay. Gonna say, I was going to say drugs that aren't. You know, yeah. Lied to me. <laughs> yeah. anyway. All right, well, we'll, we'll try That's this okay. classic comedy sure. sketches. So think SNL, Monty Python, all that fun stuff. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. anything you want. Go to Scranton with me. They place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. See, I have some top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. 
Let's hear we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy one. We could jam in Joe's garage. Damn it, I did it. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Getting a little trigger happy on these things tonight. All right, biscuits, biscuits. All right, let's go start at Discord and then we'll switch over. Okay, so uh, we have uh, Adam. Oh, he called Dead Parrot. He called the parrot sketch. So, okay, okay, Bobber. Uh, Bobber, you know what? Because it makes him laugh all the time. Rain, do you mind if I give him a classic comedy sketch? Oh. Okay. Um, something that you guys hear on the show, there was a sketch from Mr. Show, um, where they were planning to blow up the moon. (laughs) And that's where (laughs) it... And there was a chimpanzee that knew sign language that asked them why they were blowing up the moon, and that chimpanzee caused all this controversy. And it, the best part of the backlash was Bob Odenkirk as C.S. Lewis Jr. singing this anti-monkey song. Don't mess around with God's America. So, there's more to the song like that. It's it's like, hey, Mr. Monkey, we're going to get you. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so it, it, was, it was kind of like um, Lee Greenwood kind of uh, thing, you know. So anyway... Uh, yeah, there okay. we go. So that's what Bob gets. There's uh, Kenny, Kenny Pick, the host of our show. And I'd like to give you the Quirk Soakers from SNL. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. All right. He's and then next. we have myself. So, uh, Rain, do you have anybody? one for Joe? Yes, I do. Oh. It's 20 years old. They're or the best. Ca- or Cowbell. Oh, I love more cowbell. Oh, I dig it. I I love it. it. Okay, next is Michelle Lagan. Ooh, Michelle Lagan. Um, I'll tell you what. I think I got it right here for you. Man, we sell a lot of products in the bag o' line. A bag of glass, a bag of nails, bag of (laughs) of vipers, bag of sulfuric acid. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) The bag o' line. (laughs) Bag o' line, yes. That's safe. Sure. Broken glass. Yeah, yeah, kids go down the street, uh, pick up broken glass all the time. We're just saving them, uh, saving them stuff. <laughs> See it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we have Miles the guy. Oh well, Miles. Um, Rain, would you like to offer up something for for Miles or Joe? I want to give. I want to give Miles B Downer from SNL. Oh, Debbie Downer. Debbie Downer. Okay. Good one. Good one. Okay, Rain. Oh, Rain. What can mm. we give Rain? How about the He's Ministry the Ministry of Funny huh? Walks from Monty Python? Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I have to I have to look into that. It's really good. Yes. And Trojan Rabbit. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> I, I'm gonna <laughs> well. Gi- I'm gonna give him one that he won't expect. How about that? Inquisition. There we go. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next is Caitlin Chris. Joe, why don't you uh, have the honor? Okay, I gotta give her uh, SNL's Land Sharks. 
Oh, <laughs> Canagram. Remember? Canagram. <laughs> this is a land shark. I know it. Flowers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Flowers. Uh. Okay. Clinster. Ooh, Clinster. I got this one. Okay. Got this one. Bahamas Anger Translator. Oh, okay. Wait. Oh, That's yeah, yeah, one. yeah, yeah. From uh, yeah, Key and Peele. Yeah. Yes, yes. Key yes, and Peele, yes, yeah. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. And it wasn't even Key and Peele. It was from the White House Correspondence Dinner. Yeah. Oh, he did it. Yeah, uh, it was right. He did it on Key and Peele, too. Uh, they, that was a, they did it for, they reprised the, uh, that for that. For, mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, here, I'll indulge. So okay. I'm giving that Good evening, my fellow Americans. You remember my anger translator, Luther. Why, hello. Now, I've told Luther that he can join me for this last address, but that his being on his very best behavior is crucial to healing the divide in this country. Keep it chill, Luther. Go <laughs> against every natural instinct in your body. <laughs> Since we last spoke, the country has voted for a new president. Here we go. Oh, man, come on, come on, really? You talk about the trap? How did this happen, man? Then get the f <laughs> Y'all know about the dude that's gonna make America hate again? Don't you understand? This is how the Hunger Games starts. Uh, it's true. We all have to accept that. We're gonna have someone else calling the shots. Vladimir! Putin, y'all. We got a naked Ruski oh, on horseback going to be running the show. Placebo, Russian motherfuckers. It was a close election, <laughs> but the people have spoken. Yeah, they voted for Hillary Clinton, but then this outdated electoral college mumbo jumbo voodoo bull. <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Uh, All right. Let's cue the music back up. Okay. My God. How true is that? Okay, uh, Very. Moving on to Cat. Uh, Cat, yeah. I believe. Uh, I got one for Cat right here. Uh, we got audio accompaniment too. This is the Nick Winter Show, and I do the entertaining. Thank you. Let's go out with something really hot for these folks. A big hit out of '77. A Star Wars. And hey, how about uh, that bloody Star Wars bar? Can you forget all the creatures in there? And hey, Darth Vader, Vader in that black and evil mask. Did he scare, scare you as much as, much as he scared me? Star Wars. Go scare it. Star Wars. My seventh winner up here. Star Wars. There you go. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, only Bill Murray. Okay. Only Bill Murray. Um, that was a good one. It was Ken Senior. Dad, Ken Senior. I got to give Dad. I've been saving the classic for him. 
he introduced me okay. to to this, and I still think it is it is the pinnacle of genius in comedy. Is who's on first, Abbott and Costello? If it wasn't for my dad, oh, I never would have heard. I, I never, I never well would have heard that. Well, yes, yeah. And uh, I, I don't know. Third something? base. <laughs> yeah, can I tell you something? Now, yeah, I have a shirt on tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's good With- that you got dressed. Oh, Wait boy. a minute. <laughs> With- no, I, I was giving you a compliment. I'm glad With- that you got. And hi, Dad. If I didn't pants. say hi, Dad. If I didn't say. I hi, have shorts on, but I, but that's yeah. beside the point. Uh, and I mean, I mean, short shorts. I mean, I don't mean no. I mean, I don't have. Never mind. Um, okay, but it has the entire Abbott and Costello who's on first on the back of the shirt. Ooh, oh, nice. nice. Oh yes, I bought it up at the at at the uh, Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, where I frequent mm-hmm. frequently. So um, yes, it is one of their classic classic. Uh, classic. Uh, it is a classic. Uh, I'm just glad that you wore pants and a shirt tonight, Joe. I know. Now we're going to go on to living in Long Island, and I think I'm going to give him from WKRP in Cincinnati the turkey drop. Oh, oh. nice! All right. Nice. I never knew. Let me go. Uh, let's let, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, cue that up right now. Here we go. Since uh... it's a helicopter, and it's coming this way. A helicopter. It's flying something behind it. I can't quite make it out. It's a large banner, and it says uh, "Happy Thanksgiving." <laughs> um, w. Ladies and gentlemen, what a sight. The copter seems to be circling the parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver coming to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. There's no parachutes yet. So dark. Oh, well done. Yes. Oh, <laughs> dark and well done. All right. Some of now. the some of the best done. Okay. Meow goodness. Meow oh, goodness. Got, go for meow it. Meow goodness. I'm gonna get meow goodness just simply a bag of glass. How about Toons is the driving cat? Oh okay, but bag of okay. Well, bag of glass I gave to Michelle earlier. And, oh, did uh, you? Yeah, I played Sorry. this. I uh, played the whole audio for that stuff. Um, right. I feel like now a jerk. No, it's okay. Okay, I'm, I'm out. Right. No, you're not out. No, there's plenty of stuff. Um, okay, who's next? Next play, is... Play oh, I don't have next is oh. Next is Moonmare. Uh, Moonmare? Moonmare. 
I have the one for Moon Mare right here. Here you go. Uh, wait, no, no, that can't be right. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Yeah, that's it. Uh, George Carlin, seven words. <laughs> so, in, in, uh, okay. seven words you can't say on the radio. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. There you go. So, I don't know if that's still. Okay. Uh, you say shit a lot on TV now. So. Anyway. Yeah, on um, cable news. Sure. And, you know, in the White House, in the Oval Office, in the Rose Garden, on Twitter. Rallies. And they'll let you do it. When you're famous, they'll let you do anything. Anyway, <sighs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Joe. Okay, and we have Trisec. Trisec. Oh. Go I, ahead. Can I do this? Yeah, yeah, please. Yes. Okay. I put my foot in the hot tub. It's hot in the hot tub. Oh, classic Eddie Murphy. Yeah, James Brown hot tub. Okay. Very good. I think that takes care of Discord. Now let's switch over to Radio for Humans. And we have go. humans over there. Chat Tango. See, we did Bobber. We did Bobber. Oh, Foxfire. Foxfire. Foxfire? Um, I have one. How, I have okay, one for go, go, oh, go, go for ahead. it. You go okay. ahead. You, no, I, you go. I, I just want to give Foxfire. Uh huh. Um, hold on. Ready? You ready for it? Y'all ready Foxfire, for this? Fire. I think I think that you're really gonna like these sweaty balls. Oh, sweaty balls! They're delicious. Oh, sweaty balls. They're sweaty balls, and they're delicious, especially when you put them in your mouth. And oh, they're so good. They're so good, Foxfire. I don't have. Sweaty balls, unfortunately. Balls, <laughs> I balls. used Gold Bond before the show. <laughs> I was looking to see if I had the audio clip. Proper homage. I was looking to see if I had the audio clip, and I'm like, unfortunately, I don't have sweaty balls. Um, no, there, so. no, you don't. You don't have the proper sweaty balls. I don't. You need to. You need to have them at the proper temperature the right time that's and true then they're so delicious yes. especially when you roll them around in your hands oh the right amount of hold, hold on yeah. one second moon, moon mare moon mare didn't get to hear what she moon mare didn't get to hear what she got so i'll play it again carlin seven words shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker and there you go uh but yes the sweaty balls excellent sketch all right uh who's next okay. joe i uh, i think we have francie Francie. I have one for Francie. Go for it. Yes. I have I have one for Francie. Okay. Chuckles the Clown's Funeral on Mary Tyler Marshall. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> <laughs> a little song, a little dance, a little seltzer down your pants. Um looking to see if I uh have that. No, I don't. Unfortunately, all I have is all, right. uh, all, all I have is. Uh, but you shut up, Ted. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's so a next good thing up. I got like a peanut because you know you can't stop at one. Okay. See? There you wow. Go. Oh yes. That that right. was okay. Oops, I lost my place. I lost my place. I think president right, might panic. be the next person. Uh, Heather. Do we do Heather? Oh, no. No, we didn't do Heather yet. Oh, Heather, you might never have seen it, but this is an awesome sketch from Mr. Show where they it looks like the Jim and Tammy Faye show or something like that. 
and they're talking about their Lord and Savior and everything, and then they start breaking into the song, and it goes like this. He watches over us from down below. His power and his glory darken every door. Oh, Satan, prince of darkness, you're my Lord. Yep. <laughs> and in case you're okay. wondering who that is, that is Tom Kenny, who was uh, used to be on the Stephanie Miller show all the time, who does the voice of SpongeBob. It's what he's most famous for. But he was on Mr. Show with his wife, Jill Talley, and that was the, the two of them doing the, the Hail Satan thing, which is just genius because... It, it, it really kind of, I mean, it's like, you know, pretty ham-fisted, but yeah, these evangelical groups, they might as well just be hailing Satan and materialism on their shows, you know? So, but anyway, classic one. Who's next? After okay. Heather? We should have... Present. Present. All right. So, do you yeah, have one for present? One. You got... Okay, go ahead, Rain. This is from Chevy Chase on SNL. Oh, Generalismo mm -hmm. Francisco Franco is still dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, good stuff. Um, I, I was I was wondering if you were going to give the uh, Gerald Ford Christmas tree one at first. So <laughs> 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 he fell from like fifteen feet in that. If I recall, General, it was pretty. General Generalismo Francisco Franco is still dead. It just oh god. Classic. Classic. Yes. Okay. And we have last but not least, scooter cans. Scooter cans. Um. Well, let me see. Uh, let me. Uh, uh, you know what we have not done what's is that? oh the Blues Brothers. Oh, the Blues Skip. Brothers. We we haven't. But uh, I, I might have. Uh, oh, we uh, wait. Which, which sketch from Blues Brothers? Any sketch? when they were on it, huh? An SNL sketch, one of their uh, performances. Any, yeah, any any Blues Brothers. Yeah, I dig it. I don't um, remember any sketches that they did. To be honest with you, and I'm back. Well, that's where they started. Yeah. No, I know that, but I I only remember them. For their it was singing. mostly just musical performances, but still, it was yeah, it was yeah. it was meant to be like a you know, uh, you know, kind of a spoof, but a, a, a loving homage at the same time. So, uh, but yeah, I was gonna say another one from SNL just so we mm -hmm. SNL so we have some more mm -hmm. audio for this segment. Um, it's, this is more recent history of classic comedy sketches. And now, a special message from the White House Easter Bunny. Oh my get god. Out of here. Get out of here. All right, shut up. Shut up. Don't push me. I'm sweating my Easter eggs off in this thing. And everybody, shut up so I can apologize. Yes, you all got your wish this week, didn't you? Huh? Spicy yeah. finally made a mistake. As we all know, President Trump recently bombed Syria while eating the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake America <laughs> oh has ever God. laid eyes on. That's a fact, okay? People love that look on that cake. 
Now, in defending the president's decision, I said that unlike Syrian leader, um, the the uh, the leader of son of what is what is his stupid name? I got a uh, bazooka, Felicia, Ahmad Rashad. At least Hitler never used chemical weapons, and everybody freaked. Okay, they were all like, boo-hoo, boo-hoo, what about the Holocaust centers? And yeah, I know they're not really called Holocaust centers. Ooh. Duh. I know Holy that. Crap. I'm aware. I clearly meant to say concentration clubs. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, so there you go. Uh, the, Sean Spicer, and, and- as portrayed by Melissa McCarthy. Oh, she's fucking brilliant. We had the most beautiful piece of chocolate cake that you've ever seen. Go ahead. Anybody that we may have missed, I'd like to put out the dick in a box. Oh, there you go. Oh, That's a sketch about penises. Don't say penis in this house! I didn't say penis. I said dick. I know. I said it's about penis. Don't say penis in this house! Well, I gotta play it twice. Don't say penis! All right, go ahead. I just love that skit. Put your yeah. dick in the box. Yeah, it's it's classic. So anyway, I don't know if there's any birthdays or anything out there, um, but uh, we are right on schedule to go to the break. Um, yeah, I I looked for Melissa McCarthy driving the podium, but I figured just that one that one stuck out. And of course, Sean Spicer is the Easter Bunny. Fucking a. I mean, you can't make this shit up. It's so fucking bizarre. But um, yeah, I let me know. We'll do birthdays when we come back if there are any. So put them in over the break so we can we can see them. Um, but yeah, good stuff. That again, um, I, th- I hope everybody's getting a few laughs tonight. And uh, we'll, we'll try and keep it kind of light for the rest of the night because again, on Friday we're going to get a little heavy with Doctor Sanjay Udoshi on the show. Um, Udoshi, I'm sorry, not Udoshi, Udoshi. Um, I made sure to ask him how to pronounce his name because I didn't want to butcher it. Because again, my last name is Picklesheimer, so I'm try. I try to be considerate. You know, my name is Koch, and they usually say Coke. Yeah, or cock. Yeah, but at least they don't say penis. They don't say penis. They say cock. I beat you to it. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I used to love that show, Coach. <laughs> oh, put me in, Coach. I'm ready put to me play. In coach. The game. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, go to the break. When we come back, uh, we'll see what else we're going to talk about. We'll, uh, you know, uh, we'll see. I'm winging it. I'm winging it tonight, everybody. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Hi, this is Kenny Pick, and you're listening to Radio for Humans. Has anybody told you how good looking you are lately? Well, they should. Oh my good gracious me, look at that! Radioforhumans.com And this one time, at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. 
He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet. That's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Sure will be interesting. It's always interesting on Turn Up the Night. Uh, welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on Radio for Humans. And don't worry, we're trying to get all the kinks worked out in the transition. Some platforms are being weird. I won't say it. Starts with an A, ends with Exa. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I don't want to trigger anybody's devices, but apparently that uh, that device is having a hard time playing our station and uh, some other people are having problems with the website uh and uh if you talk to adam or something he can probably help you straighten it out um i don't want to overtax him but he's been helping out with this stuff and i appreciate it um yeah so uh welcome back to the program uh rain from four freedoms blog washington dc hello hello i'm i'm you just caught me mid on. Oh, that's okay. And uh, not, I do it all the time. It's not you. I promise you it's not you. I know. It's not the show. I, I didn't think it was. So, because uh, we've been laughing, uh, haven't we? Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back. Yes. Oh, M- Mr. Bill. We forgot Mr. Bill. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Mr. Bill. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I have a, can I tell you a quick funny story about sure. that? About Mr. Bill? So when I was like, I I don't know when that came out. I think it was in the late 70s, early 80s. It was the 80s because it was Bill. It was um, Jimmy. Black guy. Wait. Mr. Bill was played by um, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Yeah. No. no, Do you you see what I did? I showed all my racism. Gumby. He was Gumby. (laughs) Yes. But he was also oh no Mr. Bill. He was? I thought Mr. Bill so. was before his time. Racist. My sisters and I somehow saw some of that stuff because we stayed up too late. Mm-hmm. And my once my, my middle sister, we had one of those metal <clears throat> one of those metal um, you know, lawn chairs. She yeah. literally leaned on the back of it and fell. She turned it over, and as she went over, she was like, "Oh no, Mr. Bill!" And she landed flat on her face. Ouch! That sucks. It's supposed to be more funny than it sounded, but it was just like we laugh about it to this day. Cause she, it was like she didn't what? hurt her face. What? She didn't Why smash did her face. She's she was okay, but it was like, where did you get Mr. Bill from? <laughs> It, and I remember watching it happen in slow motion, and she yeah. literally said it in slow motion. Okay, let's move on. This wasn't as funny as I thought it was. That's okay. No, it's funny. Um, but anyway, so uh, oh, no, we have some birthdays. We have some birthdays. Meow goodness is sister-in-law is today. Um, and uh, Caitlin's birthday is on Thursday, mm-hmm. She, mm-hmm. Uh, Michelle says. And um, somebody else said they... Uh, I thought somebody else said they had a sister-in-law or something. Um, let's see. But did you see other uh, uh, birthdays? No, I think Caitlin Chris pointed out Meow Goodness's sister-in-law. 
And okay. we all goodness pointed out a sister-in-law. Oh, okay. So it's the same sister-in-law, I think. All right. Thank you to Barbara TC. I didn't know it was voiced by Walter Williams. Oh. I didn't know either. I didn't know who did the voice. Oh, no. So. Oh, no. Yeah, a mean old Mr. <laughs> Hand came along. Uh, so anyway, anyway, yeah. So happy birthday. I mean, what what better comedy sketch of all time than the birthday than, than the birthday boner <laughs> than the birthday boner on uh, on Turn Up the Night for uh, Caitlin, Chris, and uh, may our goodness's sister in law. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. And of course, oh geez, that thing disappeared now. I've had drops dis- disappear on me. Uh, I moved some folders the other day, and oh, I didn't realize. Mister Hand, oh, Mister Hand, oh. So, anyway, <laughs> thank you, thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday. And of course, that was Paul Rubens from uh, Thirty Rock. When he was on Thirty Rock, playing some kind of like dictator or something, um, or some kind of a royal yes, family yes, member or something, yes. uh, classic yes. stuff. So uh, that so, was a classic. Too. Yeah, definitely. Oh, by the way, Paul Rubens was part of the Groundlings that I mentioned earlier. Oh, okay, cool. So an LA comedy troupe. Cool. Yeah, I'll have to look him up. And I understand uh, that in in high school he was a master debater. Oh, so anyway, wow. um, oh, oh. Well, later on, he was a master. Yeah. yeah, he was. Trojan Rabbit says the governor of Mississippi just read a list of 2020 high school graduates during a virtual graduation, and someone slipped in the name Harry Ascrack. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, you know, I heard and, they're going to give time at band camp. <laughs> I, he- I heard they actually gave a virtual. Um, they gave a virtual graduate reading of graduate graduates from uh, Mississippi, um, but they just put it on TikTok. <laughs> you guys, you guys Sorry. listen to Obama and his virtual graduation this no. weekend? No, but I heard about it. I heard some of it. I I didn't commit to watching the whole thing. But anyway, I I had this to play because Joe said it. Uh, uh, my running mate is a masterful debater. Yeah. Um, Master debater. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, I let me see. I got a couple other things I thought would be fun to play uh, since we were talking about comedy sketches, and everybody seems to be enjoying the laughs uh, and whatnot. So uh, let me see. Let me. Uh, I, I can easily find uh, a lot of. Um, let me see. Oh man, here let's see how how good this is. SNL O'Donnell ad. This has to be like Christine O'Donnell. You know, I'm not a witch. Oh, she's not a witch. Yeah, let's oh, see. I'm not a witch. Let's see. Let's see who did this. Hi, I'm Christine O'Donnell, and I'm not a witch. I'm nothing like you've heard. I'm you, and just like you, I have to constantly deny that I'm a witch. <laughs> Isn't that what the people of Delaware deserve? A candidate who promises, first and foremost, that she's not a witch? That's the kind of candidate Delaware hasn't had since 1692. 
And that's why, if elected to the human senate, I promise to fly straight down to Washington on a plane and do exactly what you would do, not spells. Besides, if I were a witch, why wouldn't I just cast a spell making all of you forget that I'm a witch? It's certainly not because the spell requires one newt per person, and I lack a sufficient number of newts. <laughs> I know the problems facing our nation, because I've been living among you since I moved to Delaware from the Black Forest of Germany almost 3,000 years ago. <laughs> so this November 2nd, vote for Christine O'Donnell, a.k.a. Zoraida the Enchantress, because I'm not a witch, and if I am, do you really want to cross me? I didn't think so. Paid for by the coven to elect Christine O'Donnell. <laughs> the, witch. the coven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's uh, so funny. That's so funny. Um, how about Steve Martin's What I Believe? You remember that one? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. that was. It's been so long. Actually, what I do remember is Steve Martin's I Have Just Three Wishes. Oh, that yeah, it was a Christmas one. Yeah, that was a Christmas one. He also had the what I believe. I believe in rainbows and puppy dogs and fairy tales, and I believe in the family, mm -hmm. mom and dad and grandma and Uncle Todd who waves his penis. <laughs> Don't we all have an Uncle Todd? Penis in this house. Yes, and I believe in eight of the Ten Commandments, and I believe in going to church every Sunday unless there's a game on. <laughs> yeah that, that one that and one would be a good that, one to get I, I believe that sex is one of the most beautiful wholesome and natural things that money can buy <laughs> yeah <laughs> there you go uh, uh that's a claim that's it that's buy a, that for a dollar i would i would buy no that, that one that one would be worth getting and uh another uh i don't know if this is the full Full thing or not, but um, uh, Carl Reiner, of course, from the movie 1776. On July 4th. No, damn it. That's not it. So, um, oh, no. No, what was the name of that movie? Spirit of 76. That's right. Uh, Spirit. Uh, if I can spell Spirit. Yes. Uh, P-I-R-I-T. Yeah, I know. I got it. It just took me. Uh, my, I had a brain fart. So here you go. Sir, you must help Being us. Being like Fred Willard. Oh, I'm oh. Smart. And since they've been on the brain lately, uh, Rain, uh, for you, this uh, also, this is Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo and one of the other guys from Devo talking to uh, Dr. Von Mobile. Uh, the intro scene from Spirit of 1776, of course, Dr. Von Mobile is uh, one of the oldest living men. Um, and, uh, well, it should have been Mel Brooks, really. Uh, but <laughs> but no, no, I, I, I kid. But yeah, Carl Reiner, amazing in this movie and uh, talking about uh, the uh, birth of our nation. Sir, you must help us. Our research has shown you were the only man old enough to remember what life was like before the magnetic storm degaussed all recorded history. We need to rebuild. But before we can do so, we need to know where we went wrong. You must rebuild. We know that, sir. But where do we begin? Fourscore and seven years ago, our forefathers... Yes? Huh? 
Our forefathers. Tell us about our forefathers. The Constitution. The Declaration of Independence. Can you remember them? We, the people, have a right to remain silent. <laughs> Anything you say may be used against you. One nation, invisible, with liberty and Christmas for all. Liberty? <laughs> what is liberty? Freedom. <laughs> what is freedom, Dom? Fourth of July. What is the Fourth of July? The day it all began. Seventeen. Seventeen. Seventy-six. The day what began? The birth of the nation. The spirit of seventy. <laughs> I love that so much. And everybody do yourself a favor. This 4th of July, watch Spirit of 76. You won't regret it. It's a great movie. It's funny. It's something everybody could get a kick out of right now. Again, the plan is to save the future. They're going to travel back to the origins, uh, you know, the origins of the United States to 1776 and, um, you know, set the future right. But they end up traveling back in time to 1976. Um, and it is so hilariously done for the 76. The soundtrack is great. And, of course, David Cassidy plays the time traveler. Rest, rest in peace, David Cassidy. Uh, it's got Leaf Leaf Garrett in it. It's hilarious. It's got the guys from um, Devo. I loved Leaf Garrett. You gotta watch this movie, Rain. You will love it so much. It's so goofy and so fun. Um, you know, it's like I don't know. It, it it's it's just a great comedy. And again, how can you go wrong with an opening like that from Carl Reiner? And I, it was directed by Rob Reiner's brother, I believe. Oh wow. Yeah, so, yeah, it, I don't remember his name, but, yeah, it was directed by Rob Reiner's brother. You, you guys will love it. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, uh, so much good comedy, really. And it's it's good to remember that in this day and age, right? I mean, I you know, I'm, I'm super excited about the Kimmy Schmidt um, movie. Uh, I want to, you know, I'm really excited about listening to some of the old-time radio comedy stuff that Paul is going to have on Paul's Memory Bank coming up and some of the stuff we have in rotation. Uh, we've got, like, Favorite McGee and Molly, which is really fun. Duffy's Tavern. Duffy's Tavern was... That comedy was really ahead of its time. There there are some pretty edgy jokes in that show, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and even, yeah. even Edgar Bergen and Charlie McCarthy, some of that stuff is, uh, like, hilariously racy. Um... But yeah, Burns uh, and Allen were like that. So Burns yeah, and Allen, yeah, Burns and Allen were great. So I remember one joke she did that I thought, "How did that pass the censors?" Yeah, I don't know. Uh, she did. You know the one I'm talking about? Um, hey, refresh my memory. She she told a joke that. Uh, she knew this woman that, that a woman had triplets uh, on Wednesday and then had twins on Thursday. 
And Tay says, how, how did that happen? He said, oh, one of the babies died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, my, I heard that on an old radio show, and I thought, oh, what you just said, oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh that is, God. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, like. Yeah. Oh and God. this was, like, in, in the 30s. Yeah. And I'm thinking, they got away with that. You know, I'll tell you what. Like, before, there there was, a, there's a reason why we have uh, the FCC and, you know, other government censorship outlets. Um, because, you know, it was kind of a Wild West for a while. In all kinds, in radio and print media, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I've talked about this before on the show. Or maybe on on Mike Check Radio, but if you listen to some of the old um, horror shows from the 1930s, um, mm-hmm. you know, the, like the witch's tale and her cat's name is Satan. You know, it's like you know, uh, and it, it's like it, it's almost like they didn't take it as serious shit like that as seriously back then. It's like okay, sometimes babies die. Okay, Satan. You know, um, and yeah. then there, there, you know, there was actually another but show. Got a laugh. Yeah, yeah, and there was like the devil and Mister O and stuff like that. That was later. That was a follow up to Lights Out, Arch Oldler's Lights Out, Mister um, O. Well, I don't know if you talked about it on any of those shows, but it wasn't until the Catholic Church stepped in. True, true. The Father Coughlin, right? I think he uh, uh, spearheaded a lot of that stuff. I'm not sure if it was him, but I, I know when you know. <laughs> I don't have it in front of me, but the Catholic yeah. Church stepped in, and the Catholic Church was the ones who put down like their foot and said, you know, c- c- like Ricky and Lucy, they couldn't sleep in the same bed. Yeah, sure. You never saw a toilet. Catholic- you never saw a toilet on a sitcom the until Church. the seventies. So, or maybe the mor- it was the morality yeah. code. Yeah, maybe it was. I mean, morality code. You can't show a toilet or a bed that two two married individuals sleep in. It's not even yeah. like it, it was like you know, two people just sleeping together. It was like, oh, husband and wife can't like wear nightcaps and you know, full you know, uh, pajamas and lay in the same bed. It's hilarious. The things that you never that, saw Rob Petrie in in bed with Laura. Yeah, yeah, on the Dick Van Dyke show, you're, was, you're 100% that, I right. I can't remember the name of it. I think it, I can't remember the name of it, honestly. But it was it was backed by the Catholic Church. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, a, you know, it's worth... Um, it was the Hollywood Code. It was the Hollywood yeah, Code. Yeah, It uh, literally was by the Catholic Church. Oh, 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 here you go. The first television, uh, the first toilet oh, on television. the Catholic Church is look. It can't, what? Uh, oh, go ahead. Um, the first toilet on television actually appeared in 1957 on Leave it to Beaver. And by the way, rest in peace uh, to yeah. the yes. actor who played Eddie Haskell. Um, I forget his name. I don't know if you have it in front of you, but... Uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, it says uh, the first toilet to appear on screen happened on Leave It to Beaver in 1957 when the kids buy a pet alligator and hide it in the toilet tank. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's hilarious. So Ken uh, Osmond, Ken Osmond, thank you. Ken I knew. Osmond. Yeah, yeah. 
So, uh, but yeah, uh, he was a, he was a police officer, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I saw something about that. I didn't know much about him, but I, I was reading about him uh, when he passed, and uh, yeah. So, but we still have Jerry Mathers and uh, the guy who played his brother. Uh, I can't remember that actor's name either. Um, uh, Tony Dow. Yeah, I think so. But yeah. Tony Dow. Oh, and Mal Goodness pointed out that Spirit of '76 was directed by Lucas Reiner, who I believe is. Uh, Maybe the son. I don't know if he. Oh, okay. I don't know if he's the son or brother of Carl or, or Rob Reiner. So, uh, but we'll find out. Uh, well, let me see. Well, he's born nineteen sixty, so he's definitely he's got to be his brother. Um, because that would make him far too old to be uh, the son of uh, Rob Reiner. Because Rob Reiner's, I don't think he's quite seventy, is he? So. He's probably close to it. Yeah, the, th- the third he's child, the third child of Estelle and Carl Reiner. Uh, so seventy-three. Yeah. He's oh, seventy-three. Okay. okay, so there we he's go. Three years. Yeah, three years <clears> older <throat> than me. So two. But yeah, so so that's you're right though, Rain, because and Joe, both of you guys. I mean, there was so much so much shit out there that was, you know. Before you know, before the Catholic Church got involved, there was all kinds of stuff that was like flying under the radar. And if if you look at where like the Comics Code came from uh, for comic books, because comic books were getting like pretty dark and violent, and parents were freaking out. And there was like, you know, I think there was a, a book written or an article written called uh, uh, "Innocence Lost," I think, um, mm-hmm. by this guy who pushed the you know a new morality code in the form of the Comics Code. Um, where it's like you couldn't show blood. You couldn't actually show blood in comics. Uh, I remember in the, in the eight, 70s and 80s, I'd see a comic book and somebody was bleeding in the comic and it would be black. And I'm like, why is the blood black? Does Is their colorist stupid? But it was a direct result of that. Oh. You couldn't show actual blood. Or, or you could show blood that's black. Yeah, you know. And you couldn't actually say, oh, gosh, it's blood. You know, it was just artists, you know, it was the artist kind of sneaking it in. Um, yeah, I'm looking into it. And it's like the pre-code, the don'ts and be carefuls as of 1927. And so this <clears throat> this code ran from uh, 18. I, all right, let me look. Let me look. Let me look. Okay. Yeah, sure. But yeah, this is, it's just kind of a walk. It was the Hayes Code. It was the Hayes Code. And Hayes was the president of the Motion Picture Producers and Distribution Distributors of blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From 22 to 45, okay? And so it it came down to um, the code enumerated a number of key points. This is in 27, the do's and don'ts. Be carefuls. Pointed profanity, litigiousness, illegal trafficking, any interference of sex perversion, white, white slavery. Just keep that in mind. White slavery, miscegenation, sexual relationships between races, um, sex hygiene, and venereal diseases. Oh, you can't talk about sex hygiene? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, scenes of actual childbirth, 
in fact, or silhouette, as long as it isn't shown on screen. Children's sex organs. Uh, that's probably a good one. It, it's fine, but ridicule, ridicule of the clergy. Oh, willful, yeah, like blasphemy laws. Sense, it's like blasphemy laws. Offense to any nation, race, or creed. So it's like if you go back to 1927, right there, there's a whole bunch of white people telling you, this is what we got to do. Well, another interesting thing about it. Another interesting thing about it is you said you know they can't disparage uh, creeds, nationalities, whatever. No, they were doing that. All I mean, that happened up until fucking nineteen eighties, nineties, early two thousands. That's been going on. All kinds of racist, stereotypical, stereotypical shit about. African Americans and Asians and Native Americans. Yeah, well, I, I, South I Americans. honestly believe that when they say any nation, race, or creed, they mean <clears throat> Christian, white Christian, other men. than white people, white Christian men, straight yeah. white Christian men, the patriarchy, exerting their muscle, their tiny muscle. Uh, <laughs> although it, it did a number on our our society. On on the other hand. Mm -hmm wanted to emphasize the use of the flag um internal relations arson the use of firearms theft robbery safe cracking dynamiting of trains mines buildings etc uh, safe cracking and possible so there's no safe I haven't cracked yet Jimmy the, the the list actually the things that they wanted to promote 25 things i'll put it i'll put it in both of our chats it's it's okay. just fucked up to me it's well let's really, talk about really, let's really messed up to me let's talk about that list when we come back or maybe you know i think we should probably do some mad libs when we come back so yeah we don't um, have to talk about this more tonight i don't yeah but to. no it's worth it's, it's worth getting, uh getting me so, irritated you can talk about a little bit we're fine with deliberate here, seduction of girls here here here's the deal i want you to talk about the list when we come back that'll buy me time to write down what everybody has for mad libs how about that oh okay you like that all right i'll do it <laughs> you, you sound up you sound like you don't want to no, I just it, I read. I'm reading this, and it's like holy. We'll talk, fuck. Yeah, we'll talk about it when we come back. So, and Joe, so Joe, you look at look at the, as a nation. Yeah, look at the link yourself, Joe, and then yeah. you guys talk about that, and I'll. Uh, but for Joe, for you, I know the show has been on for 24 minutes now, so I wanted to play a comedy sketch in honor of being on the air for 24 minutes because, you know, 24. It's the highest number, Joe. You can't go higher than that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, speaking of comedy sketches, the classic Mr. Show 24 is the highest number coming up right after this. Something is going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program to people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. All I'm saying is 24. What about 24? That's it. That's the highest number. 24? That's it. Where are you going to go from there? Yeah, yeah. 24. Forget about uh, it. That's, that's Van Goli. What about 18? Yeah, 18. Now, that's the biggest number. No, 24 is the highest number. Look, you got 10, then you got 10 more, then it's like 
What's this, four more? They're 24, forget about it. Yeah, but 18. Look, look, count with me here, right? Okay, you got one, right? Right. Okay, then you got two, okay. right? Yeah. Then there's three, right. okay? Yeah. Over there comes four. Shut Over up! There... Quit your count! You bunch of cajolies! Trying to read the damn racing form here. 24 is the highest number and that's it. Let it go. <laughs> sorry, boss. Yeah, sorry. I am sorry, Don Corelli, that I said 18. I forgot about 19. And 20. And 21. And 22. Shut up here! 24 is the highest. That's it, all right? Sorry. Oh, hey, boss. Here's them cannolis you wanted. Oh. It's uh, $25. There you go. Keep the change, kid. Um, what, what you give him, boss? Nothing. It doesn't matter. I gave him 30. 30? What about 30? Well, it's higher than 24 by like five or six. Yeah, yeah, 30. Forget about it. Hey. 30? What about 31? Jimmy, you stay the hell out of this and stir that sauce. I'm stirring, I'm stirring. <laughs> well, how about 32? I'm warning you. <laughs> I just gotta say it, boss. 33. God damn it! The next one of you falados that adds a number to another number is gonna hear it from my 45. Forty-six is bigger, boss. What? Forty-six is all I'm saying, boss. Frankie, why you do this to me, huh? I'm godfather to your nephew, for Christ's sake. Well, you said forty-five, and forty-six is bigger. It's one more. Come here. Hey, 47! Out there with you in a minute! <laughs> Listen, who's your papa's Zola, huh? You, boss! At your wedding, who covered your Begenzo, huh? You did, boss! Yeah! Now, I want you to answer me from here, from your heart. What's the highest number? I don't know! I'm so confused anymore. Daddy said 47. And Daddy's was... dead. I'm right here, boss. Oh, Jesus! Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Look, you're shocked, Danny! Yeah. He was only 49! Oh. <laughs> hey, 49! <laughs> 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 boss, you, you saw Danny and, and Frankie and Jimmy. Right. Boss, they was only adding numbers. Tell the numbers. Boss, go. Nobody cares, boss. Nobody cares. There's a million people out there. Oh. What'd you say? I... There, there's... 24 people out there who don't...
You are my son. Hey. I want you to go out there and I want you to make sure that everybody knows that 24 is the highest number there is. I don't want to hear no more arguments about it nowhere. Yeah, sure, boss. I am 24 years old. Science has ascertained that there may be as many as 24 stars in the cosmos. <laughs> And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Michelle from Mike Jack Radio, and you have tuned in to Radio for Humans. Just remember, if you cannot laugh, you probably need to learn. Pitchforks. Humans are hilarious. Uh-huh. Radioforhumans.com. This ain't funny, man. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. The Tim Coromel Show, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. and Tuesdays at 10.15 p.m. Eastern after Turn Up the Night on RadioForHumans.com. Boom, boom, shakalaka, goes right there. You're listening to Radio for Humans. Have a seat. We're here 24-7. Radioforhumans.com A comfy chair? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Welcome back to the program. I'm going to start collecting some nouns and stuff, and Rain and Joe are going to talk about the motion production motion picture production code a code to govern the making of motion pictures fascinating stuff so uh rain you want to you uh, you want to get, get on the list that of the list of thing that's that's okay the fucked up list of things that are okay 
to play? Well, I posted in um, both of our chats the um, motion predictor picture production code. Actually, yeah. started. And I'm not trying to go after the Catholic Church. Sure. We did start with the Catholic Church. Sure. Joe's called okay. the Catholic Legion of Decency. And it was founded in 1933. Because they just didn't want to see certain things produced and they didn't want to see certain things be seen. Sounds like a precursor to the Catholic League. It yeah. ended up turning into a whole, you know, different thing where it was, you know, what I said, the motion predict. Uh, mo I keep wanting to say motion predictor. I don't know why. <laughs> That's okay. Picture production code where they literally came down with like, here's the code and here's the morals that we want to produce in movies. And that's mm -hmm. why I go back to... <clears throat> Yeah, we had some very risque movies in the 30s and in the early 40s. And then suddenly they didn't become so risque. Then they became like those very um, wholesome movies where it, they were kind of sexy, but you didn't see the sexiness. It was because of them. Yeah. You know, when we talk about the moral um, majority, <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. it began to me in the arts way back then. Oh, I concur. There? I concur. Yeah, no, I, I completely concur. I'm I'm here. Here, I, I don't know where Joe is, but I'm right it's here. Just, it's 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 just one of those things where I don't I don't think that people realize that. I I feel like you can call it censorship. Mm -hmm. I don't think it was censorship. I think it was regulating morality certain segment of the population as to what they thought people should see yeah allowing our first amendment rights to express ourselves well essentially they because use censorship to amendment. regulate morality is what you're doing what you're saying i think see one of the things that i find very irritating is that Everybody likes to talk about, oh, we get to express ourselves. Mm -hmm. But when they see art, and movies actually art, except for some movies. Some movies are crap. Yeah. But oh, even then, there aren't. had censorship. Sure. As to what we want to allow other people to see. And that's been happening in the movie industry forever. Well, it's been happening in one... But everybody was okay with Birth of a Nation. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, there's... Uh... Yeah, I, I go ahead, Joe. You, you chime in on it. I'm, I'm still working on the Mad Libs here. But there, there well, has been there has been an effort somebody. to legislate morality or or dictate morality through censorship sure. for a long time. But go ahead, Joe. Sure. Sure. I, I was looking at some of the uh, special care to be ex exercised in the manner of which the following subjects are treated. Yeah. Uh, 
some of these are really weird. The use of firearms. Did anybody see uh, the Untouchables? Uh, yeah, or like the original <laughs> Gunsmoke. The original Untouchables, mm-hmm. it, because it was white. Joe, honestly, it was white guys, and it was gangsters. Mm-hmm. Look Drop at all the West. Look at all the westerns. Safe, safe Yeah. Uh, here's one good one. Actual hangings or electrocutions is legal punishment for crime. I'm I'm okay with that. We don't have to see that. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that as well. Sympathy for criminals. Why is sympathy? Why? White white criminals, and 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 we can we can go we can talk about this more in the future because if you go back to that period of time like the 30s and 40s, before this code was put into place, there were, a, there were a lot of movies where there were women who were really strong. Um, they, were, they were strong women. They were the driving character of the movie. Mm-hmm. They, there were women who were like, oh, I would like to love you, but I want to love this. Like, it, productive, very erotic. Not sexy in the X-rated way. Yeah, sultry. Russian code came. Those movies went away. Yeah. Those movies literally went away, and then we got the movies that you're discussing, the ones that are that's okay. Mm-hmm. I, 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 making sense. I know I'm making sense. You make sense, but you know. It, it's just something happened in that, that period of time where it was like, okay, too many people. I, and I'll, I'd even go so far as to say, I'd have to, I would like to look into this mm-hmm. so far to say that there were a lot of black filmmakers at the time, women who were really starring in movies where they were the character as opposed to the man yeah you're right you're right all right we got to do something about this because this shit's getting out of control yeah exactly i think that basically once the parameters were laid out for what could and couldn't be done uh like any good artist they were like i can make art that doesn't have that and that's what they did and then when people saw when these Catholic, this Catholic group uh, saw what was going on, they're like, oh, right now, that's not what we meant you could do. And then, you know, and then it, and then it changed. And, it, and again, it all goes back to the patriarchy, really. It's, it's actually shocking yeah. that, that Catholics uh, being, I mean, Catholics have largely kind of been um, at least acknowledging that you know mary is you know is like an important figure to them unlike you know you're kind of evangelical and baptist kind of thing it's like oh, okay mary whatever uh but you know the holy mother yeah, is, this point, is catholics you know, are like whatever yeah. now <laughs> but yeah um our, our entire motion picture system down because of people who thought you can't make movies because they don't match our morality. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, gotten better at it. I mean, we have, you know, we have our movies, you know, if, if anybody watched The Deuce on HBO, we, I think it really hurt this country. I never saw The Deuce. What, what's I'm it? Not, a- I'm not saying that porn, I'm not saying that porn is a good thing or a bad thing. That we had so many years of all these like wholesome movies from like the 30s to the 50s. You're saying way in the 60s and 70s. So you're saying porn was the backlash to that? Actually, I really do. I can see it. I can see it. Um, I just wanted to see if Joe wanted to jump in because I'm getting pretty close to the end of the Mad Libs and we're uh, getting a little short on time. No, I I get what what Rain is saying. And, um, you know, there's a fine line, I think, though, between, you know, censorship of things like you mentioned before, you know, like showing children's genitals. I mean, obviously, you would want not that to happen. Yeah. Uh, other things on the list, I'm not so sure, you know. Um, and it's it's a fine line between free actually, huh? Joe. I think that was an outlier. Which one? Showing genitals. Oh. People read read that list. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, we don't want to see this. We don't want to see that. Oh, genitals. Oh my God. Yes. Well, yeah. Just- I mean. Obviously, that's child Which porn. Which is what conservatism does. They always have an outlier. Yeah, and they'll always use that outlier as a way to get into stuff that shouldn't be stigmatized like that. Right. Um, so they'll use, uh, you know, child porn as, as a way to uh, try to uh, censorship all kinds of things, all kinds of speech that they don't agree with. So it is a slippery slope, you know. Uh, we can all agree that uh, they you know, know how to use the slippery slope to make oh, sure yeah. that everybody yeah. gets really like way back into their corner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, you know, women selling themselves and everything. Like, uh, what about like Adam? pointed out in the in the chat what about the catholic church's uh, uh narrative of jesus christ and his life and mary magdalene <clears throat> yeah then we can't tell then we can't see the movie the greatest story ever told because mm-hmm. that involves uh prostitution i mean we can't avoid things that exist in life and that are part of life but you know, Joe, because they're, they're, and I know we have to get. I know we have no, to. Get no, no, just keep lives. talking. Just, just keep talking. We can't avoid those stories. Just the God's honest truth. Any museum, any world-renowned museum, you can go to New York. You got you got some in Philadelphia. You got them in Pittsburgh. Stories are told paintings and they're ugly there are an awful stories that are told in painting there really are yeah. what i find in 
what I find interesting about this, and this is something like I'm popping off the top of my head, is that <clears throat> this code able to make movies about them. Rich people were more than willing to buy those paintings mm -hmm. and sell them or donate them to museums. Yeah, you're right. The movies, the movies were, movies are, and they still are, something for the masses. Mm-hmm. Ugly is so many of them are. And when I say ugly, I mean, I don't mean ugly, but they're, they're telling ugly stories. They're telling, painting, painters tell painful stories. Yeah. They paint them, they put them on canvas. Rich people buy them, or donate them to museums. Mm -hmm. It's to me like this, this code, they didn't want people to see the ugliness because they wanted to keep a moral superiority about it. So they could keep that moral superiority by buying and donating it. Yeah hypocrisy about it oh it's it, it hypocrisy in this country knows no bounds uh, especially with conservatives uh in evangelicals just look at their fucking shit bag of a president so all right here we go folks uh i think Makes i might have uh what was that rain hope that made sense because it, it was made, kind of a yeah, heavy thing it, it made sense yeah no no i made it and you know it's 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 on point i i like it but uh joe any final thoughts before we get to mad libs no just to say that it does make perfect sense yeah i agree so uh oh here we go i moved some shit around and i can't the, and the <laughs> mad the mad libs uh -oh. jingle isn't there and that's all right i got it here I got it here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. <laughs> oh, God bless Matt Libs. Oh, that's right. All right, so here we go. I went with, since we're talking about entertainment so damn much tonight, I went with primetime Mad Libs, everybody. So this is pretty exciting. Oh, damn it. I shouldn't even told you. I never... I, what am I doing? I'm giving away the game before it's over. Anyway, oh, come um, on, don't. I won't give come away on. the I won't give away the the title wow. of of the thing. I'm an idiot. I I I, I screwed this up. I, that's how out of practice I am. All right, here we go. Oh, I need I need uh, rain. Give me a room. Oh, um, bathroom. All right, classic bathroom. Joe, I need an adverb. I promise there aren't too many adverbs. Um, curiously. Curiously is a good one. Rain, an article of clothing. Um. A thong? <laughs> a thong wedding dress. Is that what you said? <laughs> I just said thong. Thong? Uh, thong. All right. Thong. T H O N G. Fine. That's fine. You just uh, you just kind of uh, blipped out there a second, but you're back. So, uh, Joe. Christ, really? Uh, no, Rain. Uh, no, Joe. An animal, plural. No, it's not that bad, Rain. Don't worry. Aardvarks. Um. Okay, that works actually. Uh, Rain. I need 
The first name, uh, um, no, no, give me a full name of a female conservative. Um, Phyllis. Oh, Phyllis Schlafly. Phyllis Schlafly. If there's, yeah, I got a clip for Phyllis Schlafly. Um, uh, let me see this. Uh, huh? Um, oh, man. See, okay. move things uh, around. Uh, hold on. No, it, it's just been a, um, if there's a, yeah, here, this is the clip for uh, Phyllis Schlafly. It's been a while since I've played it. If there's any justice in the universe, I'd she's shoveling shit in hell. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Still alive, right? No, she's dead. No, she she did. She's she did. She's long departed. Oops. <laughs> anyway, one more time. Yeah. She's still a female. If there's any justice in the universe, she's shoveling shit in hell. All right, there we go. Huh. Uh, Joe, I need the name of a male conservative. Um, Eric Trump. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's the way the chips crumble. Yep. Did you hear about that? Far, they don't fall far from the cookie. Oh, God almighty. Uh, yeah, Eric Trump said that's the way the chips crumble the other day, and all these people just started yeah. making fun of him. It's like, no, nope. Uh, Rain, can you help me out with an adverb? I know you don't like them, but I, I got stuck with um, a couple. Adverbs, that's like an action... Describing an action like sleepily or something like that. I'm going to go, um, leaking, legally. Nope, nope, nope. Leakingly. It would, leakingly would be fine. You good with that? Okay. That's, I could come up with something better. I, I like that. That's fine. We got, we got a ways to go. Don't worry. So Joe, also from you, <laughs> I need an adverb. Marnus. Marnus 3. Yeah, you. Oh, you, you need an adverb? Another adverb, yeah. Oh, okay. Conversely. Uh, conversely. Wow. Really smart. Man, where'd you get your brain from, man? Uh, <laughs> rain, I need a, a, a relative. So, you know, like a title for a relative. Lover cousin. Lover cousin? Like Giuliani? Oh. Is that what you meant? I could say cousin, cousin, husband. Cousin fucker? Oh, uh, okay. Lover cousin. I already wrote down lover cousin, so it's fine. Lover cousin work. Yeah, I dig it. Uh, but I'm no. Dig really. it. All right, Joe, another animal, plural this time. Well, Tennessee. the last one was plural, oh, Tennessee so, uh, just meowed. He, he said, cats. I'm an animal. Cats, please cats. talk about me. I am not an animal. I am a human being. Oh, uh, yeah. Cats, cats it is. Thank you, Joe. All right, Rain, I need uh, 
Let me see. I think I finished that one. Yeah, a place. Oh, um, vagina. Ah, uh, that's been used. Mm. Mm. Vagina's been used. On, yeah, I've filled out three Mad Libs tonight. We're it was almost not done. done on my permission. I never gave rights to that. Uh, well, well, tell yeah, Heather. How about Virgi Virginia, Virginia <laughs> vagina? Virginia, Virginia. Another, another place. Um, a place. Big dirty asshole. Big <laughs> dirty. I'll just write down BDA. Oh. Uh, all right, <laughs> moving on. Uh, Joe, a color. Fuchsia. All right. Fuchsia. Uh, and Rain, lucky, lucky, you get the... No, no. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah. You get the last one. No, no. There's two more. Rain, next to last, you get an adverb. Um, swimmingly. Swimmingly, it is. And Joe... Um, mm -hmm. probably the best one for last because I need a large number. Twenty-four. <laughs> uh, Twenty-four is the highest number. Twenty-four is the highest number. <laughs> I saved that. I I I saw that and I I was looking through these and it said large number at the end and I'm like, oh god, of course that's perfect. So, all right, here we go, everybody. Sorry, I'm only playing the same piece of... Oh, wait, no, there's another piece of... All right, here we go. I spoiled it already from Primetime's Mad Lib. Our first Mad Lib, I did three. I'm going to try and blow through them real fast, everybody. Scene from a hit sitcom. Amy enters through the front tiara, flops onto the overstuffed tooth, and heaves a Catholic sigh of exhaustion. <laughs> I know that. So. There we go. So, since it's a sitcom, I thought I'd get the. Uh, you know. All right, so uh, here we go. Let's get on to our scene. Hi, Jenny. Did you have a problematic day? Amy. A curiously exhausting day. You're home early. Jenny. Had to change my thong before we go out. And then, uh, oh, I, I stopped the music. Um, and uh, go out. Wild aardvarks couldn't drag me out. I'm really censored. <laughs> Jenny, oh no, we're meeting Phyllis Schlafly for a quick dance. She's finally bringing Eric Trump to eat you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Because Eric Trump, he's a big fat guy. Uh, Amy, no more blind poops for me. Never again. <laughs> uh, but he's leakingly your type. A self-made worm from <laughs> and conversely handsome. Oh, well. <laughs> one more penis can't hurt me. Don't say penis in this house! Hey. Alright. Okay, this one is Letter to a TV Editor. How dumb can network gerbils be? They cancel a cushioned show like I'll Be a Monkey's Lover Cousin 
and replace it with another one of those slimy reality shows. I'll be a monkey's lover cousin is the best name for a sitcom ever. <laughs> and now... Causes coronavirus. It, I'll be a monkey's lover cousin. <laughs> only on NBC. <laughs> um... <laughs> Why don't they take all those blasphemous TV executives, put them on a desert vagina, and leave them out there to fuck? Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Uh, signed, a hot viewer. <laughs> um, anyway, believe me, television is going to the bears. I can't believe the loafer they're the loafer they're dishing out. What's being offered to the huge public is truly mind crapping. Signed a, a disenchanted doctor. Oh, these are several letters to a TV editor. This is so appropriate, really. I didn't even think of it when I was doing this. You know, it's about censorship. I think uh, here's another one. I think today's sitcoms are just as little as the golden nuts of the past. What we what needs to be eliminated is pornographic laugh clitoris. Is oh, the por is what wrong with that? What needs to be eliminated is the pornographic laugh clitoris. What it, what needs to be eliminated is the canned laugh track which I've been playing. <laughs> so signed a confirmed couch cat. So, there you go. <laughs> Say right. a couch cat. Would that be a pussy? And what's wrong with you if you have anything against a clitoris? <laughs> oh, rain. <laughs> Sorry. I'm trying to turn this into a sitcom here for everybody with the, the with our <laughs> pornographic canned clitoris. Um, so... <laughs> All right, here we go. Last. Imagine if you open up the canned clitoris. It's got some nice smoky spam. Sure. Just anyway, moving. Bacon flavored spam. Um, oh, bacon flavored spam clitoris. Oh my mm -hmm. god. Sure. What more would a boy it's want? Delicious. Or a girl. Delicious. All or right. Critics' choice. This is the last one. What jaundiced? In prime time, <laughs> what 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 jaundiced in prime time? I don't know. Survival, big dirty asshole. Another one of those sensitive reality shows. The audience would be much happier if there wasn't a single cult left on the island. I'll give it one testicle. Critics' choice. Oh, that sounds fascinating. Yeah, corrupt Hollywood stories. This bio biography, filled with many stupid twists and psychotic turns, will please many churches of this smelly performer. <laughs> uh, I'll give it seven garbage scowls, <laughs> or scows rather, seven garbage scows. Thank you, Ma meow goodness for that. Uh, all right, next one, uh, next critic's choice. Uh, the Fuchsia House is one of my all-time idiotic shows. It's about the staff of a swimming... Uh, uh, well, I'm sorry. It's about the staff who swimmingly work behind the scenes 
as saviors. It has everything uh, filthy. It has everything filthy, disgusting anteaters, um, and even shitty romance. Twenty-four stars for this primetime horse's ass. There you go. That's it. Show Those are our mad lips. good. Yeah. What? What? Sounds good about that last show is Fuchsia. Oh, sure. I love Fuchsia. Fuchsia House. <laughs> Only on NBC. Uh, Thank TGIF. Thank goodness it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that coffee guy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, all right. Uh, he's in every he's in every laugh track. Yeah, exactly. He's at, at the end. I think that was Wilbur Ross, actually. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, because you know I've got the uh, the um, the oh gosh, where is it? Uh, the that clip from Wilbur Ross. Uh, <laughs> Yet another thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yet another thing. Alive? No, he's actually a ghoul. Okay. All right. He's well, actually actually uh yes, a, a, a member of the undead army. So, no, he's not alive, Rain. You were correct. Uh so anyway, <laughs> Anyway, let's wrap things up right now. Good show, everybody. Uh, Rain for Freedom's Blog. What is your parting shot? So my parting shot is actually, um, in case you all didn't hear, and I'm pretty sure everybody who's listening knows that uh, Chit Gibbon didn't want to do, you know, the mailing of the Obama's portraits today yeah, at the White yeah. House, right? And oh, yeah. I'm actually I'm I'm actually fine with it. I don't want Joe him Biden being anywhere near those paintings. Exactly. I mean, I'm not I'm really not upset with it. I want Joe Biden to do it next year, so get Joe Biden in office. Yeah. But the thing that I'm actually really concerned about, and this really is a concern to me, is I don't know what's going on with the White House Historical Association. Mm -hmm. Make sure that Trump doesn't do anything with those paintings. Yeah. I mean this sincerely. That is my parting shot. Bob and I got to see both of those paintings. They're beautiful. Oh, they are. They're stunning. I remember when, when we did a show after they were unveiled and we, we uh, were gushing over them. White House Association to protect them from Trump because he mm -hmm. did bad things to paintings. Well, and we all know what Trump and, really thinks of art. You've seen the way he fucking decorates his gaudy fucking. I mean, you know, I'm not trying to be. A, I'm not trying to be a smartass about this. I'm. I'm. I know. Really I know. Serious. He doesn't. I want those he, paintings he, protected. I don't. He's the most. He. The man completely shits on our country every day. What do you think he would do to two two portraits? You know? <laughs> I mean... It, That's my party he, shot. I just right. want to know that those paintings are okay and those artists, because they're, those paintings are amazing. They really are. They, they are. shot is just uh, keep Trump away from art. Keep Trump away from everything? Oh. Uh, seriously. Yes, everything. Out. You know, shoot him into the sun, please. 
uh, tomorrow, Laster Day. Uh, Joe, uh, what is your parting shot? I'd like to just close the way we opened and encourage all chief executives to please, please take care of yourself against this COVID-19 and use uh, hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. Chloroquine. Um, Often and in bulk. Yeah. Because, you know, chlorine. Well, you Doesn't know, if Costco if you want, have a I bulk pharmacy, they do, and um, <laughs> I think I think tonight would would instead of tweeting, I think because we're all concerned about President Trump's health in this uh, in this uh, pandemic, I, I would like him to fill his tub with a nice warm bath of Clorox and and ammonia. Mm hmm. It will well, clear the, ammonia, the sinuses. It will clear the yes, sinuses. The ammonia, yes, yes. It will somehow put the disinfectant inside the body. It will clean out all that, you know, all that, <laughs> that orange, you know, stuff he sprays. You got to get that off. Open the pores. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. This, this chlorine. He has the best pores. Mix. The, the best pores, all the biggest the pores. pores, powerful, powerful pores. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. So the, this ammonia chlorine chlorine mix will will you know I, open those up. It you know I I see the benefit. You know there are benefits to be to be had. Yes. Also, I'd like to say as a supplemental as a supplemental to this, mm-hmm. I have heard many reports on the internet, especially YouTube. That the best mm-hmm. way to immunize yourself against COVID nineteen is to go lick the door handle of an Arby's restroom. So I, I think do that as part of your regimen. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and you know, if you really okay, I I mean, if you want to go extreme and really really kick it up, you know, just lick the whole toilet seat in the Arby's too. You could do that. Yeah, I would, you know. or a urinal. But, sure. But, um, yeah. But only. But we have to remember social distancing. Only lick every other urinal. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't. Yes. Yeah, you got to be considerate to the next. You have to be considerate to the your fellow Republicans. So right, and and yeah. that's right, and and um, after your ammonia and chlorine bath, you know, before you take that mm-hmm. bottle of hydroxychloroquine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want you to towel off very nicely. You don't want your skin to be damp. Yes. So get a nice roll of asbestos and tab just sure. tab your skin with that asbestos. I don't, you know, okay. Joe, I think there's a quicker way to dry off. You could actually dry off in the tub. Just I mean, what what do you do if you want a piece when of bre- if you want a if you want a piece of bread to dry out quickly? What, what do you call mm-hmm. dry bread, dried out bread? It's toast. What you do is you just get an extension cord, plug the toaster in, mm-hmm. throw it into the bathtub while you're there. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah. that will dry you off lickety split. Some say. I've seen YouTube videos you on this. save the art. It's called electrolysis. Yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. a science. And it'll put light yeah, inside yeah. the body. It'll put light inside the body. Yes. So, and he will be as clean as clean, and then oh just my gosh. snuggle up in your nice asbestos I know, sheets you know? and pillowcase. Yeah. Oh, well. and, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, really breathe that in. 
Melania will have to All change night. the rubber sheets uh, and put the asbestos yeah. ones down. Um, I mean, it's so. not going to change anything. They're fireproof. They're fireproof, and and uh, you know you can even smoke in bed. All right, all right. Let Rain say what she was going to say, and then I have one final question for you, Joe. Before we go, go ahead, Rain. What no, were you saying? I just remember. I remember way back, like ten minutes ago, when I went highbrow with art. Isn't oh, we're we're just giving sound medical advice to the commander in chief. It's not for anybody else's yeah, consumption. It's not for anybody no, else's consumption, unless they own Melania a MAGA hat. doesn't even stay in the White House. Would you? She doesn't stay there. I don't care, do you? <laughs> Which? Uh, <laughs> it's at her parents' place in Potomac, Maryland. Well, we got to go. Uh, but Joe, okay. clown car tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Remind everybody what's going on on the Tim Carmel show, and we'll wrap things up. Oh, the Gene Uber uh, Trump funeral. Oh, that's special. right. <laughs> yeah. I have a cardboard box. <laughs> cardboard. It is, I, I, I hope him every day, but, but he's cardboard. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, I anyway. Every day. Yeah, that's great. Cardboard. Thank you for <laughs> what you do to us. So, <laughs> anyway. I love anyway. you guys. All right, love you back. We got to go. We love you back. Uh, we'll, do, <laughs> right. uh, Dr. Sanjay Udoshi on Friday's show. Cannot wait. It's going to be a fascinating conversation. Don't want to miss it. Tell your friends. God bless America. I played the wrong thing. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) I got a six-foot cardboard box of President Trump in my house, and I salute that every single day. And I pray and tell him, Mr. President, I pray for your safety today. And I'm not lying. I do that every single day to the president, but it's cardboard. Hey, what happened?